Welcome back, boys and girls. It is Wednesday. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, welcome if you're, um, well, joining us during the daytime. Uh, maybe it's evening uh, where you are over on uh, your side of the pond if you're, if you're joining us from over in um, in Europe. I guess it's, uh, what is it, 12, uh, 12.50 uh, over there, uh, but thank you for joining us. A bit late uh, today, always a bit late and gay, but it's a very, it's a very gay show today. So I, I guess it's appropriate. Uh, but uh, regardless, thank you for joining us. If you're joining us live, of course, uh, shout out to everyone joining us in the archives later on as well. Bitshoot, Odyssey, maybe you're joining us on the websites redice.tv and of course on redicememembers.com. As always, special uh, shout out and uh, school to all our members out there. Uh, hopefully, you uh, joined us here over the uh, weekend as well. I think we had a, a really good show, a uh, really good Weekend Warrior show, talking about uh, racist black holes. That was, that was a, definitely an interesting story. Uh, and the statue, of course, uh, in New York, and I think it was one more place uh, of uh, St. George, was uh, got spray-painted a little bit. And, of course, that was a hate crime investigation <laughs> immediately on that. Uh, but then, uh, interestingly, we had a summer 2020 of just, like, Literally, like every white dude on a pedestal you can imagine, have been torn down in many regards, of course, illegally as well. But that's fine, totally fine. Also, we talked about uh, the uh, problem that uh, Facebook has with uh, pedophiles, child sex trafficking. They're organizing on their platforms and stuff like that. But hey, you know, if you're going to go after those imaginary white supremacists, you know, that's the that's the that's the big problem. That's what what's that's really what we need to do. Um, hunting, uh, you know, the, uh, the the imaginary monster under the bed, as it were. Anyway, we talked about a lot of other things, too. Follow-up to that law in Hungary, uh, which we covered the week before this show, uh, which is very good. Protection of minors, of course. They're going after um, propaganda aimed at children when it comes to, uh, well, homosexual and transsexual propaganda uh, aimed at children. Hungary is passing that, laws and it, uh, that law, and it's in <laughs> endless string uh, of complaining. Uh, from the EU, uh, I think I've read some. It's kind of been the rumor with Orban in in charge anyway that it's like we we basically we basically need to invade Hungary and and, and drop bombs on them. Um, anyway, very interesting. It was one of the uh, big Jewish organizations in in Hungary that came out uh, and they opposed uh, this law and they said that indeed homosexual and transsexual propaganda content um, sh- that is aimed towards children. Uh, needs needs to go ahead. They, they, we we need they're, they're, the content aimed at children needs to be needs to be moved forward. It, it needs to reach children. That's basically what they said, right? So anyway, we we talked about that and a bunch of other stuff. So hopefully you are uh, signed up over at RedEyesMembers.com because if you're not, uh, you're missing out. You're missing out on a lot of good Red Eyes material. And of course, we have uh, thousands and thousands of hours of good stuff uh, in the archives. As well, important stuff, as it were. Um, all right, let's see some formalities. I guess uh, what is it? It's uh, June thirtieth, almost at the end of June. We're walk, uh, coming into July, which is uh, you know, which is uh, uh, it's, it's white people's uh, history month, right? July. It just uh, it just feels white, <laughs> isn't that isn't that how the saying goes? So that'll be exciting. That'll be fun. Uh, finally, we're over uh, that hump of the of the pride. Month thing, but I guess we can. We'll finish that off here today with a bunch of uh, bunch of stories on that too. By the way, uh, as it were, entropystream.live/slash/redice.tv is a good uh, way of joining in uh, into the show today. Uh, super chats over there. We'll read those on air. I'm also always trying to keep an eye on the Odyssey chat and the Trovo chat. If you want to join us over on Odyssey, which I recommend, uh, those of you who are still lingering on DLive, get off of DLive and join us on. Um, Odyssey or uh, Trovo, one of the other platforms. Uh, I think Odyssey is the 
it's the superior one, but whatever. Uh, I'll keep an eye on that. You can uh, donate uh, library tokens. You can also swap your tokens uh, over there. Let me see. Excuse me while I'm figuring out my windows here. Here we go. Um, yeah, you can swap your um, crypto token and uh, donate those over on uh, on Odyssey. And uh, we'll read those out. Uh, and then we'll try. I always try to keep an eye on Trovo as well. Brad C. I see uh, joining us over on Trovo with a cash bang. Thank you, sir. Very kind of you. Uh, I've yet actually to do a, a payout from uh, from Trovo, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, D Live is kind of choking us out on the on the last little stuff we got out from that. They're they're clinging on to their lemons uh, as as all they can. So uh, to the last minute, <laughs> as hard as they can. That's what I was gonna say. Um, but so hopefully Trovo uh, works. Uh, again, it's not a preferred method. We prefer Entropy Stream because that way the fees as well goes to a good company in this case uh entropy which is a very good company they definitely deserve it uh but if you insist sending on trova we do appreciate that as well so we're not going to say no uh but uh but thank you so much we appreciate it uh pat uh, i say over on, on trova as well with a couple of leon limes thank you to everyone sending spells over there do appreciate it um what else i think i get i guess that's it I guess that's it so we are having a, a heat wave here over in the uh, pacific northwest Triple digits. Uh, hopefully, if you are in this area, you're staying uh, nice and cool. Uh, we've had some signs of rolling blackouts, or what do you call it? The brownouts, I, I think they call it then, right? Uh, there were some reports already uh, by one company, Avista, supplies uh, electricity to about uh, 340,000 uh, people and com uh, companies and stuff like that, too. And they've started to have some rolling uh, rolling blackouts across its grid because the demand is hi as high as it's ever been. Um, so people were were speculating what this, uh, what the reasoning for this is. Of course, why is it coming now? Why is it a historic? Why does it kind of play into this? Uh, which I still argue is a bullshit narrative of of so-called global warming. Right? Um, we go back in the record. We see uh, spikes uh, of of hotter, much hotter periods. Many, many times back in our historical records, also do uh, dendrochronology and these kinds of things, you know, uh, finding trees, uh, watching the tree rings. Uh, you also have records from under the ice sheet uh, that still you can find on places like Greenland, for example. And once it was a subtropical subtrop climate on uh, on places like Greenland, right? Um, so it's that was not driven by uh, human-made uh, carbon dioxide emissions or cow farts or whatever they're trying to push. Uh, I think, in fact, we're entering into a colder period, a maunder minimum, a solar minimum, which means that we'll actually start seeing cooler climates. And this kind of counteracts, sorry, excuse me, <laughs> that kind of counteracts this a little bit. Um, but we'll see. They could. So the point here is it could be it could be engineered. It could be generated. Right. Uh, we've talked a lot about this in the past on the show and some theories regarding how they do this are more credible than others. Perhaps some are more difficult to prove while others are i think more uh easy and and um reasonable if you will easy to prove anyway this is the video that the world economic forum and of course they're at the they're at the forefront of of most things now they've kind of taken over really they had a much more you know passive role i'd say not maybe not passive but not not in the spotlight uh role you know over the last three two three years we've seen them really step up and pushing a lot of these things right from the Great Reset to Klaus Schwab being out there and all this stuff, right? Um, you know, we'll, we'll own nothing and we'll be happy. You'll be eating the bugs and all that stuff. But anyway, this is the video they released regarding the uh, heat wave here under this dome. Check this out.
they asked uh, the last question there too. How how are uh, how are things where you're, where you are right in in your area? Or <laughs> there's no way of commenting on these videos anyway. Uh, the World Economic Forum is like at the forefront of censorship. We have that actually at the end of the uh, show. They're proposing this global kind of. Um, you know, uh, network uh, or policy, basically a protocol framework to to begin censor speech, uh, which they don't approve of. But we'll circle back around to that one as uh, as a woman on the uh, at the White House podium says, uh, "Mr. Wright over on uh, over on Odyssey, thank you, Mr. Wright. Good to see you uh, with a the, a whopping eighty-eight library tokens. Thank you, sir. That's very kind of you." He says, "When life gives you lemons, make LBC. That's right. That's how you do it, sir. Thank you. Good to see you, sir." Uh, always a pleasure. Let me. Uh, I think I saw Mr. Uh, oh, was it Mr. RoboThink as well over on uh, Entropy Stream. No go zone. Big Dick Energy. Big Dick Energy. There you go. Thank you, RoboThink. Uh, good to see you. Uh, thank you for joining us over on Entropy. Uh, yes. So the question is: uh, Is it completely natural? And of course, we see we see up and downs about this all the time, right? We see uh, we see. Uh, oh, didn't I pull that in? That would, that would be a disaster if I didn't, right? Uh, I guess I have to go to my tweet about it then. One uh, one second here. I thought I, I could have sworn I had it. The uh, zero hedge story about the uh, about the <laughs> the uh, the harp facility firing up uh, very very uh, appropriately. Let me find it on my damn Twitter then. I thought I had that in there. Uh, there it is. It was actually from zero hedge. This one too. Here here we go. So this is just a headline here. But uh, no, <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, oh no, shit. There it is. There it is. Is harp firing up? That's right. There's a zero hedge article here too. FAA issues warning about electromagnetic radiation, a long-standing topic and great speculation among curious minds of harp, a controversial Alaska-based research facility that studied the studies the out, uh, outermost layers of Earth's atmosphere, the ionosphere. Now they supercharge that. They can heat that up, which can produce different weather phenomena. We talked about the uh, Department of Defense and they're owning the weather by 2025. We've talked about them doing cloud seeding. They've manipulated with this for a long time. They're also discussing dropping particles in the atmosphere to block out the sunlight. So this would be when you get these heat heat waves, that would be kind of the incentivizer that, that, that they would use. So it's basically, well, it's dangerous. You know, we had like something like 34 people die, I think, in um, in the southwestern parts of Canada, I believe. Uh, I haven't actually checked if there's any other casualties because of this uh, out-of-control heat here, right? But it said here uh, here in the Zero Hedge article, a notice to airmen, known as N-O-T-A-M, was issued by the Federal Aviation Administration on June 17th with the beginning date of June 21st through June 25th. So it's right kind of before, just a couple of days right before this heat wave kind of started up in this area, right? Now, this is, of course, the facility is up in Alaska, but you can kind of direct that as far as I understand the technology uh, almost anywhere, not around the globe maybe, but you can you can bounce uh, frequencies off of the ionosphere or however that works. It was a few years ago since I was into it, but, uh, you know, people are, are looking into it, talking about it. They say they, they can they can change a lot of things. And this might not be it. It might not be harp. might be other ways. It might be totally natural, so I'm not saying that. Just want to drop this too, so you understand that this is a <laughs> part of the equation that you have to bring into it. But anyway, the NOTAM placed a temporary flight restriction around Gulkana, Gulkana, Alaska, where the harp facility is located. It reads that the planes are restricted from flying in the Gulkana airspace due to quote electromagnetic radiation for scientific research. So, what else could it be? Ah, it's pretty slim. It would probably be harp, right? So that could be it. I don't know. Uh, make of it uh, what you will. Uh, you never re never really know with these things, right? Uh, okay. 
Good stuff. Uh, I see that White Rabbit Radio is hosting around Trovo. Thank you, sir. Very kind of you. Ragnar with a couple of Leon Limes. Thank you. Uh, around Trovo as well. Let me scroll down on uh, Odyssey. There we go. A uh, Three library tokens from Edward the Pale. 89. Thank you, sir. Very kind of you. Uh, let me make sure I don't miss anything on uh, Trovo right there. Uh, I do keep. I try to keep out for a colorful chat. They have a couple of different options there. Uh, whatever they call those. Okay. Let's uh, close a couple of windows here. Otherwise, uh, we overwhelm my poor computer. Oh, this one too. This is this is hilarious. You 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 might have you might have seen this already, but I, I I came across it the other day. Tip like just typical classic like. I don't know. We'll just watch it. Just dumbasses in the that's like ninety nine percent of of like issues right now. It's just dumbasses in the way with their with their big asses or their dumb signs. Look at me, you know. Uh, toward the France, toward the toward the France is going right now, uh, or I guess it's uh, they have. Uh, uh, I forget if it's over across a few different days. This is years and years ago since I watched this. Maybe it's all on the same day. I don't know. But anyway, check out this pileup that happened here uh, because of a uh, a very enthusiastic uh, woman here. Check that this out. That was a little closer than one twenty six as they've gone under that banner. Oh, oh the passive crash there! What has happened? Right oh. on the side of the road there. Look at this. I don't know what happened there. Maybe they clipped the crowd, but whatever has happened, they are in a right mess down there at the moment now. How many riders? Let's hope. That is a massive crash, Bob. It's completely... It was a jumbo Visma ride. It what could be behind it? it? I think see it was Tony because Martin the whole, that just went down. It could down. have been Tony Martin. Yes, it could have been. And it just he just ah. hit the side of the road and lost the front wheel. You can see right on the it looked like pilot near the front. Watch him try to get around his teammate and go down. Oh, he might have clipped that spectator. He went off the road. Oh, I think he went off the road. The road has got a nasty ridge on it there. Now no, the question is, that, that what's going to happen? How many people are going to get back up? Right, that this? sign right on there. Left your picture. <laughs> oh my! Oh <laughs> my goodness, dumbass. May. Oh, it was the sign that the rider in front hit. Uh, and that is the result. And taking down the, taking down women. Am I right, men? Huh? Am I right, men? Some are very close <laughs> to that situation. Was definitely Oh, uh, holy dropping. shit! Anyway, so yeah, she she uh, she took uh, she took them all down. Tour de France. That's the uh, sign right there. Um, what does Ales Upi Umi mean? One carbon sign causes huge pileup. So, uh, going through this here, I think it meant. Uh, go grandma or grandma, right? Uh, I guess Oma or Opa. That isn't that also the same in German? I think or Opi, yeah, grandma, gra grandma. Look at me, look at it. <laughs> go grandma, just a huge pileup, <laughs> classic, uh, classic moment. But uh, it was actually uh, twenty-one riders that were injured and some pretty severely because of this too. By the way, now so I heard the latest I heard is that she's threatened with the prison. I think it was if they can find her. So apparently, uh, you know. She uh, she disappeared, right? Uh, so they don't know who it is. But yeah, injured in the first big crash. First was it, was it a second one too? Oh shit! Um, yeah, this I think it was the second big crash or something. I don't know. Tons of people injured in this thing. Uh, I don't know. And then you have the Olympics going at the same time, which just is you know as cringe as in of itself. I know America is dealing with this. All these uh, all the the blacks in America that are. Um, you know, at the forefront of the uh, of, of of you know many of the track and field, uh, you know what do you call them? Um, just track and field, I guess, right? 
or turning their backs on their flag and and all that bullshit and and just it, it just it just dawned on me the other day it's like none of these uh black americans would be where they are if it wasn't for the the white system that puts them it there right i, I know official official the official world they're trying to deny of course racial differences and stuff like that right but there's like a it, it's a, not an accident that there's like for the most part now there are there are uh, exceptions by the way i showed one uh, was that 800 meter race a white guy that actually ended up winning that uh, i had it on my twitter but anyway so that's rare most cases like west africans do really well at certain you know so those kinds of sports but at the same time it's usually when those uh, West Africans are in the U.S. or maybe in the U.K. or Canada or something like that, maybe France or something, right? That's when they do really well because they benefit from the white system of sports and education and training that brought them there. That's why you don't see, you know, Nigeria often at the very top. Maybe long distance you could see countries like Ethiopia or, you know, something like that, right? They, they're just kind of built that way and... It's it's not that much technique in a way. It's just like just run for a long time. That's that's it, you know. Um, but hundred meter race and stuff. There's a lot of you know training specific technique and things that goes into that, right? But they they wouldn't be there at the forefront uh, if it wasn't for the the white the white supremacy system that put them on this pedestal. And yet they can't even like face the damn flag when they when they do these Olympic trials and shit like that. It's it's pretty dumb uh, to be honest. But uh, oh well. Didn't mean to talk about that, but uh, that's that's what put them there. That, that's why you don't have like you know, Angola at the forefront or or, or something like that, right? You don't have uh, Nigeria doing really well in the hundred meter race. I haven't even seen any, I think, sub-Saharan uh, African country uh, on the forefront uh, of those kinds of the the track and field type things where the West Africans usually do uh, pretty well, right? Um, okay. Donald Rumsfeld, dead at uh, 88, the architect of the invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, dies at 88. Can I get a uh, S in chat for uh, for this guy? Now, he's, uh, he's, of course, not the only one responsible. There are people like, um, what was the guy who tried to deflect? Was it, um, oh, I'll find it in a moment here, but they, when all these, when all this stuff started coming out in the in media, regarding you know oh we did we made a mistake with iraq and you know we shouldn't have gone in and stuff and of course they're still in afghanistan and there's still issues there it's just been a i mean it's designed to have been a disaster there the, the point was to be there forever and have a presence and bases and all that kind of stuff right um yeah cheney was one of the guys but um i have a clip with him too he's talking about how white white people white rural americans are the big problem i forget i remember he wrote a piece maybe i should have brought it in here too to show you but he wrote a piece in uh, new york times about uh basically that there was all these white old men that was behind the iraq war and stuff which of course was just completely wrong right you know the 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 Wolfowitzes, the uh, and I forget, forget all the names of all the neocons, neocons that 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 brought us to that point, right? Uh, what the hell was his name? Krugman. That's right. Paul Krugman wrote this piece, basically kind of like admitting, yes, it was a mistake, but it was all these white guys. It was all these old, <coughs> excuse me, all these old white men's fault, basically. I'll see if I can find it later. I mean, I've showed it a couple of times, but it's kind of funny of the deflection. So. Don't get me wrong in the sense that they like to kind of wheel out a Donald Rumsfeld or or maybe even a Dick Cheney and say, well, they're the they're the ones really responsible. But then you look at the you know the back back end of things, the PNAC documents, the 
you know, project for the new American century that came after the 9-11. But all this was was based on a lie, right? All of this was, was nonsense. And people called it out at the time and they were called conspiracy theories. And then a few years later, even people like Paul Krugman um, is forced to um, recognize this, right? Uh, what was the title of that too? Uh, mistake, was it Iraq war mistake? Errors and lies. Yeah, here it is. That's right. Let me let me show you this real quick. And I might get a, you have to pay for this, whatever article here. But here's Paul Krugman, right? Just super staunch Zionist, obviously, right? Uh, with a lot of his buddies that were, were part of that at the time of the Iraq war, Afghanistan war, and, and basically creating a, a situation that's much more beneficial to Israel and Israeli foreign policy. So, of course, they like to wheel out Donald Rumsfeld when these things happen. Uh, but, of course, he should still be held liable, obviously, of, of course. But we still don't kind of know who was he really in the pocket of and stuff like that, right? But this was, uh, uh, Paul Cruz, this is damage control, right? Oh, it was just a bunch of, it was errors primarily, but there were some lies. But if there were lies, uh, don't get me wrong, it was these old, white, uh, you know, middle-aged men that did it, basically, right? Uh, so people called it after 9-11. It's all bo bogus. It's all bullshit. But Don Rumsfeld and his posse there, the uh, the Wolfowitzes and, and all these people that were uh, part of this, the neocon group under George W. Bush, Bush have been responsible for one of the greatest uh, mass movements of populations in, uh, in human history. And of course, if you're angry about the open borders and the migration into Europe, and of course, this is the, it bleeds into America too, right? Uh, but most of the migrants have, have come into to Europe from this uh, global war on terror that 9-11 triggered, right? Displaced up to 59 million people. That's the, if you if you want to if you want to face on that, you could put Rumsfeld on that. You could put the the Wolfowitz um, and some of these other guys, right? What was the guy who came up with the who made millions on the um, shirt off, right? He made millions on the body scanners. Forget which company it was again after they reformed the whole, uh, you know, the flight industry and all these checks, the Department of Homeland Security, all these things picked up after this, right? This, this, that's the big lie. The media talk about, like, the Trump says, the, you know, he won the election or whatever. They're trying to push that as the big lie. No, 9-11 is the big guy, uh, the big lie. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, and it's people like this, Rumsfeld, uh, who's responsible for the, uh, the intense... Uh, ruin, the acceleration of ruin that we've seen of most Western nations uh, in the wake of this global war on terror. Now we, now it's a global war on domestic terror that's coming next, right? And people call that at the time too. Watch out because they'll go after us. All right, I better get to some of the entropy chats real quick here. We don't end up behind you. Michael, 57DE, good to see you, Michael. He says, hail Henrik, hail the gods, hail our folk. Um, $14 to promote the realization of the 14 words by means of the great work of Red Eyes. Thank you, Michael. Always good to see you. Thank you so much. Um, Lycan Warrior says Matilda Cohen. Yep, I have the. I even have the video. In fact, not only the article. Uh, Matilda Cohen, a law professor, suggested that French eating habits reinforced the dominance of white people over ethnic minorities. And yet, of course, one of the big arguments for multiculturalism is, well, what about the food? You say we have to go back to boring white people food. Is that what you're saying? You know. And then we have like French cuisine, Italian cuisine, German cuisine. I mean, even, you know, some of the Swedish specialties, you know, it's like it might not on the surface be known for cooking, but then you realize of like Smorgosbud, the the crayfish, um, you know, celebrations we have in, in Sweden in August, like that's part of our cuisine. And it's like, it's you can't get any, any better food, right? Um, 
smörgåstårta, smörgåsbud, like some real nice classics. Of course, the meatballs in Sweden and stuff like that, right? But like a lot of different European nations are, are, are known for our food, right? And then they try to, what? Are you going to get your tacos or your kebabs, right? Uh, open your borders, goy. Um, anyway, like and we'll uh, we'll get to that. I have actually have the video too. But thank you for. If I didn't have it, I appreciate you sending it because that's a, a <laughs> just a insane uh, insane piece. Um, imminent Reen, Promethean Hales, so hard from North Idaho. So I hear uh, you play drums. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for the support. Yeah, I, I mean I play drums for. <sighs> when did I start with that? I mean not anymore. I don't have time, but I'm still probably pretty good. I haven't play, I haven't been on a drum kit in. Uh, God, 10 years, 11 years. Um, I used to be pretty good if I said to myself, I won a couple of, uh, when there was, uh, you know, I'd, I hate musical uh, contests. You play, you know, your band play and then one band wins and some little regional thing and then you could move on or whatever. Um, we did a few of those when we played in bands and I won, a couple of times I won the, uh, uh, the like the instrument category or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I haven't played in many, many years, but uh, I love drums. I was thinking about maybe getting one of the one or both of the boys into that. So yeah, thank you, Imminent Rain. I appreciate that. Uh, drums for the win, as it were. Uh, Cuck Free Zone. Why didn't Israel give Rumsfeld some more adrenochrome <laughs> so he could continue? I mean, I think just stem cells. I think he's in that regard, isn't he outside of that uh, that little click in that sense, right? I mean, I, I even checked out some of his Wikipedia and, you know, Rumsfeld, and it was like, all right, let's do an early check, yeah. Um, early live check. Uh, but apparently where he grew up in, was it... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm confusing him now with the other guy that we'll talk about last, Richard Lamb. He was probably from... What, Wisconsin or something? I forget where Rumsfeld was from or what area like he grew up in or whatever. But they called him the 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 germ, the mean looking German or something like that. I forget what it was, right? So so that's also part of why you're seeing, I think, the Klaus Schwab. Now there's some rumors about Schwab, Klaus Schwab, right? World Economic Forum. But it seems like it's he's he's not part of the that group, right? Um, but that's why they kind of like to push these guys in the. Oh, it's Dick Cheney's fault. Oh, it's Donald Rumsfeld's fault. Don't look at Paul Krugman. Don't look at, uh, you know, um, all, all the neocons, the, the real neocons, right? Uh, Cuck-free zone with Nadon, with Rumsfeld. Uh, you have the known cause of death, then you have the unknown cause of death, and then the known unknown cause, and also the unknown unknown causes. I think it's just probably old age, right? You're saying they uh, they deprived him of not getting access to um, to baby stem cells? Or uh, doing blood transfusion to be able to live forever. I mean, some of them do that too, by the way. Doesn't uh, Peter Thiel is one of those? He's into blood uh, transfusion. Actually takes blood from other people and cycles through his own. I mean, he looks like he hasn't aged a day, that guy too. Freaky shit. Cuckfree Zone. Hail Henrik and Lana. Thank you for excellent contribution to our racial awakening. Thank you, Cuckfree Zone. I appreciate that. Robothink. See the mandatory uh, homo hike. What is what is that? I... I clipped it out, and I uh, while at work, so you might have uh, have touched on this. Okay, Matt. Oh, is this the the guy who showed the penis to the kids? No, this is something else here. Okay, because I have that. I remember that was Matt Walsh. Uh, actually, tweeting that out too. I want to play that later. A woman whose husband is active duty Navy sent this. His command held a diversity hike in honor of. Oh, like okay, I, I misunderstood that first. Diversity hike in honor of Pride Month. Attendance was mandatory. They hiked while waving a rainbow American flag. All right, I get a copy of that in so we can show that in the doc here when we get to that little segment. Thank you. 
uh, for sending that RoboThink. That's very kind of you. Good call as well because I do have some stories on that. Let me just put that in. We could do it right at the start. Actually, where am I here? Wrong keyboard. Uh, no, that didn't copy. Let me try that again. Uh, here we go. There we go. Matt Walsh blog. And we got to pull that up down here too. Otherwise, I'll forget about that. Um, interesting. Diversity hike. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, there it is. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Thank you, RoboThink. Uh, and one more from Cuckfree Zone here. Known unknowns was that's right yeah 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 known unknowns was one of Rumsfeld's infamous uh, quotes regarding WMDs in in Iraq that's right cut free zone yeah I almost forgot about that that's right uh but you tied it into his uh, cause of death well it was clever and then I missed that totally that's maybe we can find that later is that is that something let me see that's a classic clip learn now we're on the uh, Donald Rumsfeld train here uh yeah, it was a way for them to obfusc- obfuscate and basically just completely cover it up, right? Who, who was the other guy that wheeled out the uh, uh, wheeled out the uh, anthrax to on at the stage of UN, right? Stuff like that. Forget his name now, but he's 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 part of it there. Yeah, known unknowns. Is this the one? Knowns. This is the one, I think. CNN collection. Yeah, let me play this here. Yeah, this this got to be the one. Good good call. Good reminder here. We'll get a little flashback of uh, good old Rumsfeld. Here we go. Check this out. Reports that there is no evidence of a direct link between Baghdad and some of these terrorist organizations. There are known knowns. There are things we know we know. <laughs> we also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also <laughs> unknown unknowns the ones we don't know we don't know <laughs> excuse me but is this an unknown unknown uh, i'm not several unknowns and i'm, I'm just wondering i'm not this going is an i'm not going to say which it is holy shit wow thank you for the reminder that i remember that now i can't believe i didn't uh, bring that in thank you so much for that thank you for the reminder on that that's incredible right this is the lies they go to and they're the press secretaries of the, or the, the 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 prostitutes of the press is just sitting there laughing, right? Thank you, Cockfree Zone. I appreciate the reminder on that. I remember that clip, you know, covering that. You know, after this is like a bit, what a year or two after nine eleven, something like that. I really started getting into some of these, you know, more you know geopolitics conspiracies and stuff like that, and uh, and realized early on, as any just any normal person with a brain understands that uh, there's something uh, amiss with this, right? They're, they're lying to us. It's bullshit. This can't have happened the way they, they tell us to. And, uh, of course, Rumsfeld was a big part of that. Um, is that Greenspan? Well, if you think you know what I'm saying, then I haven't said the right thing because w- I need you to not understand what I'm saying. or so, yeah, Basically, something like that. That was like Greenspan. It's like these word wizards. They're just up there hoodwinking you, confusing you as much as possible. That's that's basically what they're uh, what they're up to, right? Um, okay, so we got that one. Thank you for sending that again. And here's a good old, good, good old classic as well. Rumsfeld meeting with Saddam Hussein back in. Great audio on that too. Wish there was some audio on that too. I think this is. I think it's 1983. I could be wrong on that, but I think it's 1983. Uh, and of course, Saddam Saddam was one of these puppets, which you know the West put in place at the time. So that then they then later can go in and depose these people and uh, and claim that they're the uh, they're the heroes, 
of the situation. They did this in Iran. They've done this in many other countries. I think even Libya. I think even Gaddafi uh, wouldn't have been on the throne of Libya for such a long time if it wasn't for the West allowing it. Maybe someone has more details of the West, like directly putting him, you know, in, in that position of power, which they did in so many other uh, countries, especially in the Middle East. And again, who benefits from that? Right? With everything that we've seen. And then you have the displacement and then the mass migration and then the, you know, the, the, the goals of, the, of Global Homo in the wake of this stuff, right? So maybe not every little instance along the way uh, is a step, uh, an intentional step, right? But they learn and they, 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 they realize, they, they work with what they have, right? They, they try to manipulate and skew and do cons- like conspire where they can. And then they're also opportunists and just say, oh, if, if it went this way, use it in this capacity and blah, 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 right? So, yeah, um, as in chat for a good old uh, Donald Rumsfeld. But, of course, we have our own, uh, it's, it just keeps moving and these guys die and nothing, ha- nothing big happens. You know, New York Times admitting here, yeah, it was a bunch of errors and we also lied about it. But, you know, nothing happens. It's fine. Never held accountable. These people were not dragged out of office, you know. Or even voted out, I think, right? I mean, he was positioned, I guess, by... Um, he's been a political system a long time, but, you know, eventually George W. Bush, he put, he put him back in as well, right? Ay, ay, ay. No good. Lone Star Texan. Dancing Rainbow, uh, dancing rainbow Frog Worthy. Cheers uh, to the fall of another neocon piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Lone Star Texan. Yeah, if we don't get them, time will, I guess, uh, at least. But some of them, they live for a long time. I mean, they're 100 years old and all that that crazy stuff, right? Crazy stuff. So let's move on to the uh, next uh, topic here. And while we're on this topic of, well, collapsing buildings, because that's how 9-11 began and this whole big lie, um, it's funny that every time it happens, we have a specific group showing up. And in some cases, they dance in front of the buildings as they collapse. And in some cases, they show up to help. Here's... Uh, the IDF on scene in Miami after that tower collapse. What was it called again? They forget what the name of the tower was. Uh, we covered it in the Friday show. Here's uh, here's IDF. I guess it's uh, Ron DeSantis having them on speed dial saying, uh, Hello, IDF. Can you please come and aid? Check this out. It's in uh, Miami, Florida. What did you see while you were there? We've just arrived. Sorry? We've just arrived. So did you get to this scene? And we, we are about to, to, to start to about this minute. We will do our best. We brought out our, our best people here. Engineers, first responders, search and rescue, population behavior. And I hope that we will succeed to help your people, your great people here. And it's an amazing operation that they, they got here. And we, we are here with your people to sleep with them, to eat with them. To sleep with them? I'm sorry, what? L- l- okay, I'm confused. Let me take that. And I hope that we will succeed to help your... <clears throat> I hope we'll sex succeed. People, you're great people here. And it's an amazing operation. You're great people with your great bodies. They, they got here. And we, we were here with your people to sleep with them, to eat with them, <laughs> to live with them. To live with the them. next few days. Till we will understand that we achieved uh, something meaningful. Did you actually make it to the scene? Did you see the yeah, scene? Yeah. And what does it look like? I mean, clearly we know what it it's looks like. It's very complicated. Difficult. Yes. Yeah, can, you, difficult. can you tell me why you think it's complicated? It's a difficult site. We call it site in Israel. And 
there is a pancake very tight but we saw we saw it before a um, thousand miles from here uh, ten years ago I found a man in the same place alive in Haiti in 2010 we saved him he was 64 he was name was Jill Franz and we hope for another some kind of situations so there's hope yeah there is always hope no God is not promised succeed he obeys you to make your efforts and we are here to make those efforts we appreciate Once your again, do you mind describing the conditions to us again that you guys are seeing out there we've seen a very complicated place very complicated site but there is still hope always and I hope that we we will succeed we have to be prepared to all various results and uh, okay he's got to go he's got to go he's got to ha go have sex <clears throat> i'm sorry sleep with those uh, the the great people with the great bodies um so i don't know is it i mean is this uh, what uh, america doesn't have this or they're saying that they're experts on this because of all the um all the bottle rockets that are coming in from the gaza side in in, in israel is that what is that what this is about yeah, watch out for DeSantis. I, I, I tell you, I mean, he, sure, on some issues, he should have cred. cred. He, he's very good. Lockdowns and stuff. But he is just, ugh, when it comes to uh, to Israel. I'm passing laws. You can't criticize Israel and anti-BDS. Like, you can't, you know, you can't do BDS, um, you know, universities. And you're going to, you know, we're going to cut it all off and stuff. Uh, funding for the universities and stuff. So, um, they have their... Um, they have their assets uh, way up uh, DeSantis uh, behind, let me tell you that. But, uh, okay, so that happened. Very uh, interesting. Okay, let's move on to the uh, the uh, next uh, topic here. So we'll get to that one. Uh, that's right, the NFL thing. I almost, uh, almost forgot. Uh, let me go over here. Sorry, this keep playing for you guys. Let me do this instead so you can see what's happening on my screen. There we go. Um, so NFL is coming out and they're saying that football is gay. NFL says football is gay in new commercial that makes clear its support of LGBT plus community. Um, for once, I, I, I agree. I agree with the basic assessment. Uh, they can have sports ball. I really don't care. Anyway, here's uh, I guess we can look at the actual video first that uh, that they released here. I think there was a. Is there an embedded tweet here? Or am I in the wrong story here? Uh, it's just so much stuff. Where did it go? Uh, I could have sworn I had it here. No, not that one. Maybe it was further down in this one then. Uh, ah, dang it. I'll find it. I'll, let's look at the first clip at the top here. I'll find it. It was actually like the video the video from the, uh, the Twitter, the, the official Twitter uh, NFL account there. Scott, I want to start off. When we think of NASIB, we can't help but think about Michael Sam, who came out seven years ago. And while he never officially made it to the NFL, he certainly blazed the trail. How far has football come out and society in this conversation since Sam? And how has NASIB reignited it? Well, it's definitely a respark because I think what we saw with Michael Sam was ultimately that um, his bravery and his courage really helped a lot of individuals, but as far as NFL closeted players go, it might have pushed them back in the closet or kept them there um, in reality, because I think what we saw was we saw a player who was not fully in the NFL yet and then ultimately did not make it to the NFL. 
it's because so of homophobia. The situation obviously. with Nassib is, is really impressive because he's already established he has a guaranteed contract. Yeah. So this is built mm -hmm. to be a success Very story. Important. And ultimately it has the He's, uh, he's saving lives, I heard, combined, too, by just doing um, this. Inspiring others to come out. I mean, I have numerous sources ultimately that are, you know, closeted NFL players and they're ready to come out. And I think this is something where this can certainly push them into that scenario. I think the problem is here that there's still a, a machoism uh, culture within locker rooms and just with the whole sport as a whole. So there's a lot to work against here, but this is certainly one of those stones being thrown into the water that, that can really just kind of spearhead, you know, more change. Oh, God. All right. USA Today sports seriously, right? So here was this little, uh, uh, I guess, one of the players there. I Again, I know nothing about this sports ball or, or teams or anything like this. Uh, I'm far outside of this uh, loop here. Carl Nassib is coming out. It doesn't just make history. Raiders DL, what does that stand for? Defense liner or something? What does that stand for? Could save lives. That's right. Just come out, say you're gay, and you're saving lives. <laughs> People, I'm Carl Nassib. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've sure been am. to do this for a while now. Sure but are. I finally I mean... feel comfortable <laughs> enough to get it off my chest. Brave. Stunning and brave. There's been no coverage of this. Uh, he's been super suppressed after this. No support whatsoever, right? Where the hell did that go? Oh, here it is. That, that's right. It's in here. NFL proudly declares football is gay in a new video. If you love this game, you are welcome here. Couldn't they just... I mean, I think it's good that they're doing this uh, because they're they're trying to push out people and say this is what it is instead of just saying... We don't, you know, we don't, we don't get into this. It, it's irrelevant. Uh, we don't push out anybody if they're this or that. But that hasn't happened anyway. Like the, 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 where, where are you living? Like you say, no, they have to signal that this is the greatest thing ever. This is where we're going. And in fact, if you don't like this, uh, you should get out. Right? That's what they're going. Here, here's the here's the video that they released. Hold on. Trevor Project. So I think one of the scientific issues of uh, why suicide is so high has to do with uh, hormone disruption, right? Uh, you actually, when you have disruptions, especially of your endocrine system or your um, hormones are out of whack, it's more likely that you actually uh, become depressed, right? So it has nothing to do with like the rest of the world. Not only have to accept this, they have to celebrate it and think it's a great thing. And also, now we need access to your kids, by the way. Give us access to your kids, uh, or, or we'll go after you, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so that, that, there, there you go. That's, uh, that's the story here. Uh, okay, there's something. They're celebrating this, and the crying continues. Okay. Um, all right, well, there you go. Football is, uh, according to the NFL, football is gay. I, uh, no, no complaints, uh, no, uh, no disputes. Uh, from me on that front, uh, to be honest. I don't think there was any other videos about that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let me just check uh, entropy real quick. Uh, I think we're caught up there. Okay, so here's... Uh, let's do that one too, then. We can show the Matt Walsh one. Um, one second here. Uh, that ro is RoboThink sending that uh, Matt Walsh uh, uh, tweet here. 
a woman whose husband is active duty sent me this. This is a command. Uh, th- his command held a diversity hike in honor of Pride Month. Attendance was mandatory. They hiked while waving a rainbow, a rainbow American flag. I guess. Let me go up full screen on that. Um, hike is kid friendly as well. It says uh, in the bottom there too. Sunset Cliff starts hike at Sunset Cliff Boulevard and Ad- Adair Street, twenty fifth of June. Proud uh, attire, pride attire, colorful clothing. Why we support our brothers and sisters whom are part of the pride community. Uh, all right. And uh, there it is right there. Amazing. Jesus Christ. All right. Everything is uh, everything is uh, becoming uh, becoming that. Why is everything becoming this way? Look at this. Here's the U.S. Army here. Every soldier is different. Stronger army to provide gender transition surgeries now. Uh, the U.S. Army confirmed that it would be providing transition surgeries and care for transgender service members after President Joe Biden repealed a Trump-era order that largely forbade them from joining the military. The directive outlining in a memo mandates a soldier's gender identity can no longer bar him or her from service, be the cause for involuntary separation or basis for discrimination, Major, uh, Major General Douglas Stitt said in a Friday press conference. If a soldier is uh, diagnosed with gender dysphoria, medical personnel will be authorized to facilitate transition surgeries so that soldiers may have access to showers and bathrooms aligning with their self-identified gender. But I I also thought that doesn't... So I have a video where a guy claims to be a woman who walks in and he's he's showing his his dick to, to kids, to little children, right? And then you can, okay, so gender dysphoria, like, it, that seems to be an irrelevant part of the whole thing of, like, oh, do you feel like this or that? Well, we'll f- facilitate a transition surgery so that you don't, you, you know, you feel like you're in the right body, I guess, or something like that. But in many regards, that's not what they want either. Or they want to look like a woman, but they want to have a schlong, and there's all kinds of things, right? That's uns- why, is this a th- why is this a thing? Every soldier is different, Stitt said. When a military medical provider gives a diagnosis of gender dysphoria, that soldier would need to sit down with the chain of command and medical provider to determine what is medically necessary for an effective transition. People are the strength of our army, he added. Our ability to uh, assess and retain qualified personnel provides a more diverse and stronger army, enhancing readiness. No, this is how you destroy a nation. This is how you ruin a nation. We'll get to that later, too. We have a clip. It was an instruction by a guy. He gave it back in 2003. If you want to destroy a nation, do this. And that's basically every single thing that's being pushed on us right now. That's what's happening. It's an intentional ruin of a nation. And the fact that the military, who's designed to protect that nation, can't can't assess this as a threat or see that this is part of a problem which further uh, divides the, the country, makes it more insecure, it makes it more why even spend money and effort and resources and time on this nonsense inside of the military, I just uh, alright, whatever, this is, when you, this is the way, this is the hill you want to die on and sh- sure, have at it then once an operation is complete, a soldier may change his or her gender in the defense enrollment eligibility reporting system Transgender service members will be subject to the same grooming 
I'm sure they will. Uh, physical. I know it's a. I know the terms mean different, but it's funny though. Huh? Uh, physical and drug-free standards as their counterparts. January six, Biden. Okay, and then it goes on to talk about how how great that is. So, yeah. So uh, they're they're all do they're all doing that right now. I guess, which is uh, which is crazy, right? Uh, Johnny Reb. Over on Entropy Stream, IDF in Florida is is to promote the narrative that Israel is the greatest ally. Yes, it is. Um, and it's also to virtue signal to conservative idiots like Hannity. And for him to ignite himself uh, to the Israel lobby and U.S. taxpayers are paying for this, they they do nothing for free. No, they, they absolutely don't. I'm sure the costs are very, very high, right? Yeah, I think it's DeSantis is on very good terms with, with all of these people. And he wants to signal and show and all that stuff, right? Look, they're here to help us. Would be interesting to get a, a number on that, actually. What did the U.S. taxpayer pay to fly in Israeli military IDF personnel into America? When you think America could... could and then America flies to Haiti and do it. What, what's, what's up with this, right? Maybe it's a cover. Maybe there's something else going on. A different operation, right? Or maybe the tower was the operation. I don't know. Maybe someone important was buried. Who, who knows, right? This could go, this could go in any way, uh, in any direction. All right, uh, more on this here then. A, um, a man who's pretending to be a woman is winning or won Miss Nevada USA pageant. Uh, pageant. Is that what you call a pageant title? Some uh, beauty com uh, contest here, right? Uh, it says here in the article, a transgender woman has won the Miss Nevada US title for the first time in the pageant's history. Cataluna Enriquez has... Uh, advance represented the state in the National Miss USA competition scheduled for November 29. There we go. There you have it, folks. So basically, basically, this is a way for the system to say men who are pretending to be women are better women uh, than women. That's basically where it is, right? But I mean, again, why, why, why would it stop here? They're not stopping them for, you know, uh, all the sports stuff that they're doing and taking part in the, you know, men converting to women and then winning those, you know, whatever field they, they, they line up to, right? And Enrique, Enriquez bet out, uh, beat out 21 women for the designation, according to the LA uh, or Las Vegas Review Journal. One thing that is important for me is inclusivity, diversity, and representation. I thought it was diversity, inclusion, and equity. I think that was it was. Die. Diversity, inclusion, and equity. Uh, it's something I did not have growing up and is still lacking in today's world. Of course, that's why you're winning these pageants. <laughs> it's, still, it's just never good enough. At the forefront, getting medals uh, celebrated. It's still not good enough. We have to, uh, we have to hold down the heterosexuals and the, and the, uh, and the normal people. Um, today, I am a proud transgender woman of color. Uh, personally, I have learned that my differences do not make me less than. It makes me more than. See, I'm. See, there, there we go. I'm better than you. That that there it is. I am better than you because I'm a, I'm trans and I'm I'm a person of color. Enriquez has participated in transgender pageants since 2016, but only after 15 more surgeries uh, did uh, the person win. I doesn't say that, but uh, only started entering a female-only pageant as of last year. Oh, there are one that are mixed, or like men and women, and in between. All right, okay. 
Yeah, they go through the weightlifters. Transgender weightlifter Laurel Hubbard was recently selected to compete in the women's super heavyweight category at the Summer Olympic Games in Tokyo. As Hubbard's testosterone levels met the required criteria of the International Olympic Committee, there was another black runner, I think it was, or something like that recently, that did not meet it. Um, he had converted over to a woman who claimed it was a woman. They measure, measure, measured his testosterone and he was not allowed to compete. So I guess, forget about bone density and all these different things, muscle mass and all that. No, it's just level of your hormones. If you eat enough soy before they test you and then push it down, you can you know, get that right back up later, naturally or maybe artificially. And I don't know, maybe they test uh, afterwards or something too. I'm not sure, but they do test before, right? Uh, all right, it's, it's clown world. What can I tell you? Kakvirsonsa, is that an ugly and repulsive pageant? Pageant? Um, no, this is the uh, this is the, uh, the this is the the thing, I guess. Miss USA uh, title. So that's Nevada. We'll see if any other excuse me, any other state pulls this trick uh, and uh, and moves on. Here's the uh, the penis uh, uh, thing here that a guy showed up at a uh, LA spa and showed his penis uh, to kids. Protest and counter-protest on Saturday over transgender exposing genitals to kids at L.A. Spa. Uh, and again, I would I would argue it's just if uh, if it whipped out a penis, it's it's a male, right? Here's the here's the video here. Let's check you it out. So it's okay. I just want to be clear with you. It's okay. It's okay for a man to go into the women's section, show his penis around the other women, young little girls under age. Your spa, we spa condone that is that what you're saying like i asked it's so he so he could stay there he could stay there but sexual orientation i see a dick it lets me know he's a man he he's a man he is a man that's that's a correct diagnosis he is not a female he is not a female Hold on. He is not a female, sweetie. Okay. Girls down there, other women who are highly offended for what they just saw. And you did nothing. Absolutely nothing. In fact, you sided with him. So we spa is an agreement with men that just say they are a woman and they can go down there with their penis and yep. get into the women's section. Is that what you're saying? Yep. What what really? What law? What law? So women can go into the men's with their breasts. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't. Y'all wouldn't come back either. Yeah, get your money back. You got a man with his penis talking about he's a woman. He ain't no woman. Uh uh. Yeah, give her her money back. Yeah, I think I'd argue too. Obviously, this is a black woman here. Uh, good for her to speaking out against this. I, I, if a white woman did it, it will probably be a hate, hate crime, right? So she might be getting away with it because she's black. I don't know. Victim hierarchy. It's. Uh, I, I think black woman is is very high on that list. Very very high. So they are a protected, especially protected class. Um, so they can mostly, for the most part, do what they want. In many regards, they can do crime. And get away with it. like those t- uh, two teenage girls, right? To, to bla- uh, I'd, I'd argue that they're they're women. Uh, they're what, fifteen, sixteen? They they probably can have kids, right? They can actually get pregnant. Then they're women, right? Um, who killed the uh, Uber Eats driver after they tried to uh, um, reclaim uh, his car that he'd stolen from them? I mean, that's not what happened, but you know what I mean. It was his car, but uh, they're entitled to uh, to having everything they want now, so they can just go and take it. 
and then they kill the guy and they got uh, no jail time, no nothing, right? So they're high up there. Uh, if this was a white man, holy shit, there would have been uh, manhunt out right now. Massive manhunt to find this person, uh, but she gets a pass. Uh, but regardless, uh, good for her for speaking out for this total uh, perverse uh, insanity. There's no such thing as transgender. He has a dick. Okay? He has a penis. He has penis is hanging out. Okay, no, I'm not one. Actually, I'm a woman who knows how to stand up and speak up for my right. As a woman, I have a right to feel comfortable without a man exposing himself. Okay? No, you... And we got the we got the the white this is this is uh, 2021 right here we got the we got the white soy man getting in the face of the black woman because he's so he's it's so important to defend that a man should shove his penis in the faces of little girls. <sighs> yeah, what can you do? What can you say about this? What can you say? Anyway, let's watch <laughs> let's watch the rest of the clip. Yeah, himself okay no you go somewhere else okay so that's right no he's not a transgender he has a penis just like you do are you are you are you are you no yeah okay it's not okay okay that's traumatizing to see that i'm a woman i think this is a place right here i'm told only for women so how dare you sit up here and tell me i don't have a right as a woman to defend. i'm telling you he has a penis Diversity makes us stronger, though, eh? Isn't that right? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's uh, its a recipe for how you destroy uh, a nation, partially by inventing these different identities and then and then cling on to that and invent victim classes and stuff, and we'll get to that a bit later. But, yeah, apparently there's been some protests and stuff like that, too. But, uh, yeah, there you go, in case you didn't see the video yet. Um, here's more on uh, the CRT uh, debacle, you know, kind of unfolding and, and and overall, yes, it's good that they're speaking out against anti-white critical race theory. Uh, but this was, it could be a clip worth playing to as well. Angry uh, Hispanic dad confronts school board in uh, Washington state. I forget where they are, Washington school district. <coughs> uh, and he also says when he's uh, ranting against CRT and this trans stuff that we're looking at right now, that the sleeping giant has awoken. Let's listen to the uh, clip here. It's on uh, Gab TV. Let's check this out. Thank you, everybody. And for los hermanos y hermanas hispanos que están escuchando, este mensaje es para ustedes también. For the and this is why I think they will eventually come for the 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 South American population, right? As well, because they're <laughs> they're not they're not as gung ho about all this stuff. Anyway, let's 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 hear about Latino and Latino are hearing this is the message for them well it's 105 or so outside and it's hot the northwest is going through a heat wave and there's another type of wave that is happening throughout the nation as many of you already know and that's the wave of parents waking up en masse to what has been happening inside of the school system. And what I wanted to do over the next few minutes is share information that I discovered that many others may not know. Gab? Come on, Gab. We're uh, not in the no-go zone anymore. We're in the the no-buffer zone. Or just the buffer zone, maybe. Let's uh, try this again. I might refresh that actually without to work. Where are we? 30 seconds in. Let me refresh that. Sorry, guys. 
Torba, come on. <laughs> Get your shit together, Torba. All right, here we go. Let's play Information that I discovered that many others may not know. I want you to know that it, the Lake Washington School District in their website is pointing to documentation that shows pictures like this of a so-called gender diverse child. This is a boy dressed as a girl. This is a boy dressed as a girl and the Lake Washington School District is promoting it by posting it on their website. The other thing that I discovered is that they're using terms like gender diverse. What does that mean? Well, you can look at the other documentation that's shown. For sixth graders, they're showing, they're recommending, the Lake Washington School District is recommending books titled Transgender and Gender Nonconforming Women of Color. This is for sixth graders. <laughs> for fifth graders, misgendering and respect of pronouns. What does misgendering mean? Listen to the concept. They want to control language. They want to use the language to force someone to speak in a way that is opposite of what they know is true. That is also known as lying. When you speak a knowing falsehood, when you refer to someone with a pronoun that is the opposite of what they know is true, this is a lie and it's being proposed through there. Finally, critical race theory. This is an anti-white propaganda. Anti-white propaganda that's intended to encourage citizens to judge not by the content of someone's character, but by the color of their skin. Oh, here we go. This MLK, is not I didn't know that. righteous. This is unrighteous. So I'm here to let you know that the sleeping giant has awoken. And Jeez. I'm speaking on behalf of parents across the nation who are not going to stand silently. I just discovered this. I have 20 seconds. You're on notice. The sleeping giant has been awoken. Chris, Siri, Cassandra, Eric, John. Mr. Stewart, you are on notice. The sleeping giant has awoken. Remove this garbage from your Lake Washington School District board information, the website, or, or you will be facing the awakened giant and stripped of your power at the next opportunity, which is with our vote. Thank you. Which is with our vote. No, but I, good, good. Uh, thank you, sir, for uh, telling it um, for by saying what it actually is, which is uh, anti-white garbage or anti-white. I'm not, I'm not sure. If some I hear both ways, anti or anti-white. Um, so good, good, good for him for uh, for uh, for uh, speaking out about this uh, garbage. Um, and so the, this 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 continues, right? I saw this. I think it was I hypocrite who, who had this up. So uh, <laughs> warning. Um, Show it to a friend the other day and say, I wish you hadn't shown me that. Uh, I guess I'm not as, I kind of laugh at it more these these days, but uh, it's, <laughs> all right, here we go. Check this out here. The practicing midwife, um, all for maternity.com, across extra content, all for maternity.com. Uh, what does it say at the top? Let me go full screen here so you guys can really, really get into the details of this amazing cover here on uh, <clears throat> on uh, the practicing midwife. Uh, you are amazing. I think it says above there, but yeah. So as you can see, it's a it's a. I, I guess it's a it's is it a 
It's a, uh, it's a black male or, or dark male who's birthing a white child, but but he, they're trying to pose him as as, <laughs> as, a, as a man with beards and under armpit hair and all kinds of things, right? That's what that's what that's what this is what midwifery is now. This is your this is your average your doula education uh, magazine, right? That, that that's this is that's it right here. That that's what it, that's the that's what it goes. That's where it always it's always it, so. This is this is not the end destination, but this is what they have to shove in your faces all the time. And you don't only have to accept and tolerate this; you have to celebrate this. You have to agree that this is the best thing ever, uh, or they will come for you, right? But so th- th- there's a, there's two places. There's two places where this is where this is going, right? Uh, and it's and it's and it's here basically. Uh, let me actually remove that text. Why is bestiality so disgusting? From a utilitarian point of view, zoophilia is no more immoral than meat eating. Yeah, I, <laughs> sure. Oh, sure. It's uh, it's you and Schenk Uger who are like want to pleasure the horses, right? Totally fine. I should add I should add pedophilia obviously in this too, right? That's that's where the and maybe it's not the end destination. Even maybe they have different things. But this is this is on the on the road to where we're going. Is this? There's no other way that they can stop. There's no other way that they cannot push this. There always needs to be something that needs to disgust the majority population and force them into accepting this kind of disgusting behavior, right? So I was I was so I was looking for the actual headline, and so I saw it on I think it was on Twitter. Forget what, where I saw it. Yeah, I think I saw it on Twitter, and uh, and I was trying to find it, and maybe it's just hidden beneath, uh, you know, in search results or something like that, and it was a little bit harder to kind of pull it out. But it doesn't mean that there aren't articles like this written. So let's assume maybe maybe this was made. I don't think it is, but maybe it was made up. But I've seen plenty of these before. Here's one example uh, on Prometheus Unbound. What exactly is wrong with bestiality, right? So this is not like, and then they linked to some video, which was, you know, restricted, I guess. There's some video about someone who's like, they turned it into a comedic joke that he's like, wants to do it with animals. That's on YouTube, of course. That's fine. Newmatilda.com. What's wrong with bestiality anyway? <clears throat> that's where this is going. Pedophilia and bestiality. That's the only thing. And it's the only thing you can like, because they always have to have something new it's a new high, a new whenever, and all this other stuff is normalized. It's like, well, where do you go now? Like the the progress train never stops. It never stops. It, there's always more, and, and and this is the again probably not the end destination. The end destination is just you know in a matrix pod and you know living your VR life and doing whatever you want. But um, this is on the path towards that, right? Dan Mother over on Entropy Streams says uh, came across a splendid lash lashing. Uh, AL parent lashing at school board, but can only find on Instagram now. Okay, let me see which one that is. Have I seen that? Wouldn't it be funny if I, if that was the same one? Okay, here we go. Oh, it's Prager U though, so it could be a little bit uh, could be a bit cucked. Uh, but sometimes it's good. Let me let me uh, I can add that in. Maybe we can you know put that into the circulation later on. Basically, let me put it at the end of my doc right here. Because I do have a couple other stories to get to, but thank you, um, Dan Mother. I appreciate that. I'll definitely check that out. Uh, let me see what else we had here. Uh, Varangian, cool name. Uh, 
sir. Uh, can't always catch your streams, but uh, thanks as always. Well, thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Of course, if you can't catch the streams live, websites, Odyssey, BitChute, VK, wherever you prefer. Red Ice members, of course, one of the best places to join us. Uh, downloadable there too. HD 1000, 1080p HD available for you right there. <clears throat> Sometimes I, I trip over the English uh, English la uh, language. Uh, Seeking Truth over on HP says, Thank you, Henrik and Lana, a true voice of our European people. Thank you. Well, thank you for the support. I appreciate that. Uh, very kind of you. Okay. Let's move on here. Let me close a couple of windows. Um, okay. So I have, we'll get to this one, actually. We'll get to this one. There's still a little VAC segment here. We haven't talked about this now in a couple of days here. So this, uh, the cringe VAX songs continue. <clears throat> Enjoy. Um, check this out. It's vaccination day. My heart is racing. I'm out the door. I hardly leave the house anymore. Who knew a pandemic could last this long? For an entire year, I stayed inside. I'd be lying if I said I didn't cry. Finally, I'm getting my vaccine. I'll see actual real life people. It'll be totally strange. Wow, am I so ready for this change? Cause for the first time in forever, I won't be fearing for my life. For the first time in forever, COVID won't control my nights. Don't know if I'll get Moderna or Pfizer, heck, even AstraZeneca. Cause for the first time in forever, I won't be alone. Alright, we'll just move on. <clears throat> we'll just move on from there. Here, Here's Fauci. Um, talking about two different Americans, and I guess if this guy is one, if he's on Team A, I, 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 I'd prefer to go to Team B. If you are not vaccinated, you are at considerable risk. When you have such a low level of vaccination superimposed upon a variant that has a high degree of efficiency of spread, what you are going to see among under-vaccinated regions, be they states, cities, or counties, you're going to see these individual types of blips it's almost like it's going to be two Americas. Yeah, and uh, I guess that guy was one of those. <laughs> he was one of those one other ones. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, but of course, there's a serious uh, aspect to this too, right? Where you actually have real, um, real danger, life-threatening problems that are is occurring with this new experimental mRNA technology, right? It's nothing to laugh at it shouldn't be scoffed at it's potentially more serious than something we've ever done before in our history and so we'll get to that in a moment too but here's just one example uh, of a young 12 year old girl who was um, vaccine injured after this experimental uh, mRNA technology Maddie what was it again her name was uh, Maddie Der Dervanian or something I forget what her name was so I can pull that out but here's the uh, uh, a little press conference that they did about this. Check this out. On January 20th, Maddie received her second dose of the Pfizer COVID vaccine as a participant in the clinical trial for 12 to 15 year olds. This is her mother talking. All three of our kids volunteered and were excited to participate in the trial as a way to help us 
all return to normal life. My husband works in the medical field and I have a degree in electrical engineering. We are pro-vaccine and pro-science, which is why we agreed to let Maddie and her two older brothers volunteer for the trial. Before Maddie got her final dose of the vaccine, she was a healthy 12-year-old who got straight A's um, and had lots of friends. She had a life. She was energetic. She was not like this. Although she does still have lots of friends. Upon receiving the second shot, Maddie immediately felt pain at the injection site. Over the next two and a half months, her abdominal, muscle, and nerve pain became unbearable. She developed additional symptoms that included gastroparesis, nausea and vomiting, erratic blood pressure and heart rate, memory loss, she mixes up words, brain fog, headaches, dizziness, fainting, she fell and hit her head, and then um, seizures. She had verbal, she developed verbal and motor tics. She had loss of feeling from the waist down and muscle weakness. Drastic changes in her vision, urinary retention and loss of bladder control, severely irregular and heavy menstrual cycles, and eventually she had to have an NG tube put in to get nutrition. 12 and just All menzies these symptoms already? are still here today. Some days are worse than others. Our greatest challenge came when her doctors began to consider an alternative diagnosis. Well, she really didn't have one before. So, because they couldn't figure it out, one physician labored, labeled her as having functional neurologic disorder. Yeah, and it goes on from there, of course. And immediately this uh, tweet was going around, uh, and it was, it was labeled by Twitter as misleading. Find out why health officials consider COVID-19 vac vaccines safe for most. So they can't say that it's it's it'll be safe for everybody and nothing's going to happen to you. They can't say that. They they it's impossible for them to say that. So what they're saying is when you take this vaccine, you will have to contend with the possibility that you will be injured, maybe injured for life and maybe even die from it, right? They they, they can't escape that, right? But to say it's for most it's 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 safe. But we want you to play Russian roulette with your kids. Oh, it's just one in twenty-six thousand. Oh, okay, good. All right. Well, that 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 solves the whole situation then. Because if uh, you know whatever, do the math on this. Three million kids line up. How many? How many is that? Twenty-six. Three million divided by twenty-six thousand or something. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, that's still a lot, or whatever. However, you do the math on that. But uh, so you you're supposed to take this risk from a virus which will not kill kids, right? It's it's virtually uh, harmless to uh, to children. Those who have had prior conditions, yes. Those who have other health issues that they're dealing with, yes, that could get to them, right? Um, but the vaccine is proving to be more uh, detrimental than the uh, than the uh, vaccine, uh, the virus in and of itself. And then you get around to this thing where you realize, oh, the but the vaccine is the virus, right? Remember all the headlines we showed about how they're seeking to spread the virus among uh, the herd, the herd population with the aid of the of the virus, right? Then they, they grow on and create spike protein and they exhale and they uh, uh, shed that and stuff like that, right? It's tr it transmits to other people and stuff like that. But anyway, just to show you this, this insane thing that, like, here you have directly injured 
teenagers, massive issues, massive problems. You're trying to show it to the world and then they're blocking you or, 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 or doing a caveat at least to it and saying, oh, well, this is misleading uh, because it's, it's totally safe. Um, it's your eyes are lying. Your ears and your eyes are lying. It's not really happening, right? Now, check out this too. I hope this is not true. It's a short clip here. I hope this is all, con I hope this is all conspiracy nonsense. And I hope that these people are insane and that they're wrong. But what if they're not? We've also been hearing reports from fertility clinics. The fertility clinics have been reporting that the eggs and the sperm of these people after the injection have been immobile and close to being dead. That the eggs and the sperm of these people after the injection have been immobile and close to being dead. So that is still an issue that remains to be seen. Just how bad is it going to get? Right. Just how bad is it going to get with the fertility issue? What's really going to happen? What's going to happen in two to five years? I saw some clip of some anthropologists. And again, I hope they're wrong. I hope they, you know, but, but what if they're, but what if they're not right? And I know that if we are going to see massive amounts of people either actually start dying, like, like actual people dying in the streets and stuff, or we'll seeing fertility issues as a consequence of this. I, I know 100% certain that they will blame the virus. They will, they will say it's some new strain of the virus, some new, uh, you know, variant, right? A new variant of the virus. And they will blame it on that. While everybody who's been looking at this so far is saying, no, it's the, va it's the vaccine. This is a, this is the depopulation agenda that they've been talking about. They're doing this and they're selling it to, uh, to these uh, naive uh, people. I, again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's you know nothing to it. And we stand here within, again, who knows, two to five years. And we're just like, well, you know, nothing happened. All these people are wrong. They're, they're not cases for even believing that something's wrong with this experimental technology. Uh, but again, also know that if, if something begins to happen, the system and the authorities will find excuses and they will lie about what the root cause of that is, right? Uh, Cuckfree's Sohn over on Entropy says, where is the rope? In response to the gay vaxxer. Uh, Den Mother, not a not a Kakwan LOL, it's a Brit Brit fella reminding the board about constitutional law. So, no, no, I, I I know. I was just kind of joking a little bit. I was looking I saw that it was like on um uh, on um Prager U's um Instagram page, right? Did you know by the way too that speaking of Prager U that they had spent what had what was the amount again? Does someone in chat have this? They had spent between two to three million dollars recently on uh, advertisements on Facebook and Google. Wasn't that what it was? Um, was it Facebook and Google, right, or Twitter or something like that? Let me see. Effectively handing them over. Um. I'm searching for it here. Of course, it's always so damn hard to find anything. Um, yeah, I can't find it now. I think it was, uh, and I hate the, them as a source. They're, they're horrible. They've ruined people's lives and stuff. But ProPublica had something about that. Um, millions advertisement. Let me see here. 
Sorry, guys, I'm just dead out of here. I don't like watching them myself. Try to keep it entertaining all the time. Uh, Prager U University Foundation. Money behind Prager U. Daily Dot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Daily Dot is no good source either, but uh, they could be right, right on this one. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's funny. It's just old billionaires. Prager U is this is Daily Dot, right? Prager U is conservatism for the youth, brought to you by old billionaires. Yeah, because that's. Oh, shit, shit. You can't see that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm on the wrong screen. Let me go over here. Uh, again, totally side note. I didn't mean to even talk about this, discuss this, but it's kind of interesting because, uh, Dan Mother, you brought up the PragerU clip there. And, and I'll look at it later. I'm sure it's good. And it's not that, but he just reminded me of this, right? PragerU is conservatism for the youth, brought to you by old billionaires. Yeah, Dennis Prager and um, uh, um, oh, what's his name again? I can't believe I'm forgetting it. What's his name again? Um, what's his name, guys? The guy, the guy on the right there, Sheldon, uh, Sheldon Adelson, right? That's him. Yeah, that's him. Sheldon, Sheldon Adelson, right? And uh, there was something in here. I'll, I'll have to find it again here. Uh, where how much money they had been given? They're handing out money. They're giving money to to Facebook and Twitter, and it might have been Google and not Twitter or something like that. But I'll go through this as in, in, in another uh, uh, another point. But they had a lot of money here, and of course, the and 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 at the same time, PragerU is suing these companies. They're suing Google and Twitter or Google and Facebook. I forget. I think it was Google and Facebook, right, for discrimination and all this stuff. And then yet they use their platforms to advertise on giving them millions of dollars to continue to exacerbate the problem. That That's that's what you're getting for Prager, PragerU. Anyway, I didn't mean to share on your video link, uh, Dan Mother. I didn't mean, I, I'm just, you know, it's just a different thing. But uh, we'll, I'll take. I'll definitely make sure to take a look at it. Thank you. Cuck Free Zone, that mother needs to take some responsibility for blindly trusting the media and endangering her daughter. She wants uh, to put all the blame on others. Yeah, I mean, it is ultimately it's it's up to the parents to 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 not just trust people and and you know may, you know research and find out and understand and I, I I agree with that. But at the same time, in all these other instances, they want to you know oh, it's not your fault or you should and they're advocating you for just blind you know blindly trusting authorities and stuff like that, which of course is is very dangerous, especially when those authorities turn hostile which i think the uh that's the era we're living in right now we have hostile elites that are um that are out to get us that's what i that's what i think we're looking at they're out to get us and they're using different methods i think coronavirus was part of that the world economic forum the great reset fourth industrial revolution transhumanism anti-whiteness all these things that we're seeing in the world are an expression of a hostile global elite uh, they want to reshape the world in their image, and they want to make sure that we are taken out of circulation. The competitors, those who speak up, the dissenters, people who don't like this. Another method of what they're using as well is, of course, the coming food shortage. Again, I hope there's nothing to this. I hope it's all hyperbolic, uh, overblown conspiracy think. But what if it's not? What if it's not? Listen to this uh, farmer out of the UK here uh, talking about, because we showed some headlines in, I think it was the latest... Um, Flashback Friday. Could have been Weekend Warrior 2. I'm not actually not sure. Uh, but the UK is expecting to have sh empty shelves within a couple of weeks. And they're attributing this to partially, not only because of the food issue, but to lorry drivers. That there's not enough truckers, not enough people out there driving the trucks, the lorries, as they say in the UK. Uh, but check out what this farmer is saying about the, about the actual food, though. 
So one of the things we're going to be talking about this week is the apparent fresh food shortage that's going to hit Europe and the UK um, over the next few weeks and months. Um, this has been completely orchestrated and it's absolutely terrible that this is likely to be happening right now. There is plenty of fresh food being grown at the moment all over Europe. We have no shortages. Farmers have no shortages. Despite the weather changes that we've been having recently, um, there is an awful lot of fresh produce in the fields at the moment, as you can see behind me. This is purposely going to be bought in bulk and destroyed to create an apparent food shortage. Folks, start listening, wake up. There is no food shortage. There you go. There is no food shortage, uh, and I think he's right. Largely, he th he's right, but uh, they would, uh, I say, did in Oregon. We've talked about the water issue, of course, in the northwest or the southwest specifically, but that's now cascading up to uh, the, the northwest, the Pacific Northwest as well. Water shortage, electricity issues, supply chain issues. We've talked about a lot of this. Great reset. All, uh, yeah, all of this is coinciding. It's one big gay op, I believe, and it's largely manufactured. There's some things that have come about as a consequence of the dumb reaction to the coronavirus, which again was was intentional. They, they intentionally wanted to overblow this, right? But you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, right? You can't reshape society when everything is good. You have to have chaos. You have to have strife. You have to have shortages, maybe even war, uh, conflict, all these things. You have to have chaos to create a new order out of that chaos. That's how the Masonic motto goes, right? Right above the double-headed eagle with the 33 on it, it says Ordu Ab Keo, many of those Freemasonic, which is uh, an, uh, an elite secret society that's tied um, to the internationalist globalist elite uh, and their plans, right? Um, so we're out of chaos, that's what it is. Look at what UK is doing here too, they're pushing a, uh, a food rationing genius um, a few days ago here on their website, BBC. Uh, Elsie Widowson, World War II food rationing genius, gets a blue plaque. And I guess it's like a hist historical plaque, right? A scientific genius whose work shaped Britain's World War II food rationing is being honored with a blue plaque. Elsa Widowson and her colleague um, showed it was possible to live on very simple diets of bread, vegetables, and potatoes. And you can add in 2021 or tw 22 when this will actually, I think, begin happening to us. You can add bugs to that menu as well. And it will be brought to you largely by artificial scarcity. The uh, We showed another clip the other day of people in, uh, was it Oregon? Where was it again? Uh, the, I think it was tied to the Klamath Project there, or whatever it was called, the water issue that they've had. Uh, but they are buying up produce. Uh, they're paying farmers more to destroy crops in, their, in, the, uh, in the fields. I'm trying to find that clip here now. Here it is little reminder about that too <clears throat> intentional starvation uh program right let me bring this in let me just uh correct the aspect ratio here real quick because that dumb hate that cell hate vertical video hate that cell phone video what is the spurginess of this these new generations here we go check this out so me and my co-worker got talking today and something came up that i didn't really think about when my dad mentioned it to me he's worked in the agriculture industry for over 40 years 
This year, farmers are being offered 1.5 times the value of their crops to destroy them. They're also being told by the federal government they will not receive subsidies for farming if they refuse to destroy their crops. What does that mean? That means that the farmer cannot afford to provide you with food based upon the taxes the government is levying on him if the government doesn't in turn give him back his tax money to provide you with food. Kind of a fucked up system, but that's how it works. And, well, they're not going to subsidize them if they don't destroy the crops. They'll pay them more than what it's worth, and they want them to destroy it, and they'll still get their subsidies. They're trying to create a food shortage. Yep. We've got eight months to get our own food supply. We're, we're probably going to be facing mass starvation. Good luck. Hopefully it's uh, not true. Hopefully it's uh, crazy conspiracy talk. Uh, <clears throat> but what if it's not, right? So anyway, is that part of why the UK is pushing uh, food rationing and the scientific uh, methods of this old uh, lady during World War II when uh, food was uh, short as well? I don't know. You make up your own mind. Uh, shout out to Ice Age Farmer for uh, posting this on his Telegram. Make sure you follow Ice Age Farmer on Telegram. A lot of, a lot of good posts and update about this. He's following this. We had him on the show uh, back on a flashback Friday about a year ago. I think I think it was July uh, last year. Uh, Christian, I forget his last name. Really good guy. Um, okay. So as we know, of course, though the biggest uh, problem when it comes to food and stuff is not that it will be artificially. Uh, destroyed and driven up in price and maybe shortages and, and all that stuff. The, the, the problem with food uh, is the association of white people to it, right? So here's the article. I forget uh, who was it that, that sent it uh, early in the show. Uh, let me scroll down here. So shout out to you again. Lycan Warrior. That's right. Thank you, Lycan, uh, for sending this because I appreciate it even, even if I didn't have it in the rotation here today. Um, French food is expression of white privilege and 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 this is by uh, th this is argued by Matilda Cohen why don't we listen to the uh, the video that sh uh, she made for us about this so she can explain well we could we let's tune into crazy eyes Matilda Cohen um, uh, San Paku Matilda Cohen here explained the situation to us here we go I'd like to tell you about the idea of food whiteness in French culture. By this I mean the use of food to reinforce whiteness as a dominant racial identity. The French meal is often presented as a national ritual to which every citizen can participate equally. But French foodways are shaped by white, middle, and upper class norms. There's a similarity between halal food and the headscarf question. Both are considered incompatible with Frenchness and its racialized universalist ideology. Yet the boundaries of whiteness are policed through daily food encounters. For example, the eating practices of peoples whose racial status is ambivalent, such as Arabs, Maghrebis, and Jews before them, are scrutinized for conformity with white norms. A familiar strategy for them to act white is to eat French most typically by consuming pork. What role does Oy law play in all of Shut this? it down. I'll give you two legal examples. The first is the regulation of school lunches, the cantine, which were established in the 19th century to fight depopulation. But a racialized and eugenic discourse was used to justify them. Oh, God. Today, by law, cantines are subject to the principle of neutrality, which is understood as exempting schools from having to accommodate dietary requests based on identity differences. White Christian norms are considered the default 
much like whiteness itself is often construed as a neutral, non-racial identity. Lady, you're insane. The second example is citizenship law. Who gets to be a French citizen? Oh, in colonial times, in theory, whiteness was not required for citizenship. But in practice, evidence of white performance could be decisive. Colonial administrators paid attention to applicants' way of life, including their eating practices. Did they eat rice or bread? Did they eat on the floor or at the dinner table? This is what they have to complain on? This is what they have to complain on in France? Out of control, crime and violence and rape and like non-white people, these people that we've brought into our countries in the West, literally attacking our kids, right? And, and this is what we're getting from mainstream media bullshit. And these idiotic, crazy, uh, this is a law professor, a law professor, Matilda Cohen. And this, this is what they have. This is what they're wheeling out. This is all they got. This is what they have. <laughs> it shows you like how, what, how incredibly accommodating and, and how, I mean, obviously passive and you know, the, the white people are and how, how much ground we're giving to these, giving to these people. After everything that's done, this is what they have to complain on. I mean, it's. I mean, hopefully, no one. It, it is good, though, in in the sense that I think when you when you're beginning to uh, to touch the 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 food and the wine of the French, you're you're uh, uh, hearkening back to the previous uh, clip that was uh, you're you're awakening the 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 giants of the Franks. <laughs> so you don't touch this shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but of course, they have to give up. They have to stop uh, eating and preparing pork. Um, even alcohol, I guess, is offensive to Muslims, and of course, Jews can't consume pork either, and things like this, right? Um, so that's a big problem. So that you, every aspect of something that ties you to a heritage, to a culture, to a tradition, to a norm, needs to be destroyed. That's all these people have. They're a corrosive force in our societies, and they're engaged in destroying our civilization. That's what that's what this is. Might might seem like a non-issue, but when you take this with everything else happening. Put this together with everything else that's happening. Uh, it sh it shows you how desperate they are uh, into undermine and destroy everything, anything that we have that ties us to our past, ties us to our people, to our culture. Right. Um, okay. Let me see here. What do we have? Uh, Hatchet JYT says over on Entropy Stream, this sick anti-white society and system will fall. We just need to make sure we survive uh, the end of it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's unsustainable. I think you can it's gone too far. It's too divided, too shattered. It's too multiracial. It's too um, too many different interest groups and stuff. As, a, as a, our countries as they currently are consisted as a whole, that is unattainable. Now we know that that's the goal as well, right? They want to destroy it. They they, they claim that it's this unity and all these things, but you know, many of these elites know. They they know what's in the what what's coming because of this of what they pushed, right? Um. So yeah, you get get ready because it could it could hit us from any angle first. Power outages, you know, hacking. Your bank doesn't work. Food shortages. Supply chain issues. Uh, disease. Maybe they will release a real virus this time that actually is starting to kill people. Maybe the vaccine is the virus and that will start killing people. Was this? I forgot to mention it earlier, but I saw this video of this anthropologist. I, I got sidetracked for some reason. And he said, you need to mentally, and I, again, I hope he's a crazy, wacky conspiracy theorist and there's nothing to it. But he said anyway, he said, 
you need to mentally prepare yourself for having millions of bodies in the streets. Right? He estimated, because of the high vaccination rates, that somewhere in the range of 2 billion people are going to die. And he attributed this to the vaccine. And even if this happened, the officials will never admit this, right? It will. It's a new strain, it's deadly, and people are actually dying now. And, of course, there's not going to be enough people to handle that amount of bodies. So you have to get hands-on and you have to start burying bodies at that point. You have to dig in. You have to help out. All the supply chains, every job that we have dependent on us for living our comfortable lifestyle in and of itself will be shut down, terminated. If nothing else, at least temporarily, probably for a long time. But we don't know how severe, right? You had that oil and gas industry woman who was talking about how she's uh, getting orders from 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 top uh, the executives and these oil companies that they need to reman all these positions that are currently being held by people who've taken the vaccine right so again i hope there's no truth to this i hope there's just nonsense and conspiracy talk or whatever uh but it's there's no danger knowing this and at least doing some preparations for it versus and and then be in a better position as opposed to denying it or not thinking about it or saying this is all cookery and then if the shit hits the fan you'll be uh you'll be in a worse position right um danny boy entropy says the winds of war are picking up yeah and, and they're flat they're flaming those uh you know the 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 fanning the flames of war rather that's that's them doing this and again it's it's, it's artificially created mo for the most part right most of the situation we find ourselves in are things that should never have been but as i said before if you want to Make an omelette, which is create a global state. you got to crack some eggs, and that's what they're doing right now. Um, while we're on this other issue with the food uh, stuff, let's check out this headline right here. It's kind of interesting. Magnetic weight loss device that locks jaw almost shut created... Uh, oh, let me read that again. Magnetic, magnetic weight loss device that locks jaw almost shut created to fight global obesity epidemic. Now, I, I agree that people are... Overweight generally, especially in the West, right? But you're saying you no character building or what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, self control, I guess. Self any promotion of self control or creating a individual that's morally, you know, can 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 stand up to their impulses of just shoving food endlessly down their mouth. No, the the solution is to create a device that it, that forces your sh jaw shut. <laughs> and then, of course, you can only drink, like, what, uh, smoothies and stuff like that, right? A weight loss device, which this is just so, this is so now, you know what I mean? And this is like World Economic Forum will, will implement this, and this will be, this will be the way to do it, you know? A weight loss device that uses magnets to stop a person's jaw from opening wide enough to eat solids have been developed by scientists in New Zealand and the UK. The team, which involved medical professionals from the University of Otago and Dr. Jonathan Bodansky and Dr. Richard Hall from Leeds in England, say they created the device to help fight the global obesity epidemic. Well, soon enough, if they get their way with this food uh, shortage, uh, on, none of this is going to need to be happening, right? Um, Kaki, thank you for the dancing chicken or the winner spell. Uh, also for the uh, hype and the Leon Lima. Thank you. Just uh, saw that over on uh, Trovo there. Sc uh, Scandivan with uh, two roses. Thank you for that. Let me scroll back up here. Uh, thank you for the stay safe spells and stuff like that as well. I think we're caught up there. Appreciate it. 
Um, anyway, you get you, you you get the idea. There's no, there's no point in going through and reading all this, but that's uh, that's what they're doing. Someone said in uh, response to this, so what if someone throws up or need to throw up? They just choke to death on their vomit. If, what if the person has a heart attack and then needs intubation quickly? Uh, these this seems highly unethical. Uh, yeah, I mean it's who would I I would assume unless the World Economic Forum does it mandatory to you, who would do this voluntarily? Can't control yourself. Check out this horrific story here out of Vienna. Uh, two Afghan invaders drug, rape, and strangle a 13-year-old girl to death. I believe they placed her at the side of a curb as well. Uh, nice little blonde girl, the minority in the world. Two Afghan refugees drug, raped, and strangled. This is what I'm saying, right? This is happening in our countries, and these... This Cohen lady, all she can do, all she can do is go out and complain about our food, right? There's no deaths, there's no attacks from white people, right? So they resort to like talking about microaggressions and, oh my God, look at this colonialist food they're serving. Two Afghan refugees drug rape and strangled a 13-year-old girl in Vienna, Austria on June 25th, then left her body leaning against a tree on the median. 13-year-old Loni, or Leoni, voluntarily accompanied the two refugees to their taxpayer-funded apartment in Vienna, Donaustadt, according to the police, where the two criminals drugged her, abused her sexually, meaning raping her, and then strangling her to death. The two predators were nabbed thanks to a watchfulness of a neighbor, Cal, who had been observing, who have observed drug dealing and young women coming and going in the project apartment. That's that. That's why that should be grounds for deportation alone, right there. If you're doing any criminal activity, out. That's it. They need to go home. They need to go back. Go back. Send them back. Since Saturday, when uh, Leonie's body was found on nearby Victor Kaplan Street, Cal observed a rolled-up carpet underneath the suspect's window and began to speculate the rug may have been used to transport the victim's body. Sure enough, police found evidence on the carpet. An hour later, the culprits were arrested. Since they are minors, or at least claim to be, right? It's what about the children? The culprits will presumably presumably be free again in a few years if they are convicted at all. And we've seen cases where they rape. We've seen this in Sweden. We've seen it in Germany. We've seen it in the UK. They're just let go, just let free. You have a, a wrong opinion, however. Hate crime. Put you in jail. 50, 50 years. A reporter for public broadcaster ORF out of Austria has already t- termed the two ruthless killers traumatized at the police press conference. Of course, of course they did, right? And we have cases like this all the time, all the time, right? This next door here, of course, it could have been much worse. But regardless, another case of someone getting off. They tar- remember they're they're targeting people for believing the wrong thing. Thought criminals, dissenters. Um, you can have people committing actual crime. It's like Facebook. We talked about them in the Weekend Warrior Show. Facebook goes after uh, imaginary racists and white uh, white supremacists on their platform, while they do nothing about pedophiles that actually are trafficking kids and actually building networks on their messaging apps and stuff like that uh, of girls that they later end up raping. But that's fine. It doesn't matter. 
there's a BLM rider who ended up smashing a car window right like into the face of a toddler who was sitting on the other side of that window. What happened? Well, he he avoids jail time because the lawyer said it was an emotion. It was an emotional time. It was just too emotional at that time. A Black Lives Matter writer who smashed a car window in a one-year-old child's face has avoided prison after his lawyer argued that it was a very emotional time for the culprit. A video from the incident which occurred in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I've actually been through there. It's, it's insane that this fucking Virginia, how, the, how it's transforming demographically like this. And, and I look at the behavior here now. Anyway, this was during the last year's George Floyd riots. It shows a BLM mob surrounding a vehicle before Victor Miles smashes the glass which shattered all over the child in the back seat. A clip appears to show Miles deliberately targeting the toddler. Here's the, here's the clip. Let's take a look at it. But again, remember, no jail, jail time, right? Actually going after people, actually doing crime, breaking people's property, threatening ba- you know babies in this regard. A to- toddler, baby, right? To- to- barely a toddler. Uh, that's fine. No problem. <laughs> Now, why the car didn't drove quicker, I, I just don't know, right? And again, that's why they pass laws in some of these states that if you're surrounded by a mob, you are now allowed to drive away. But again, back to Charlottesville and all that stuff, right? They had firearms. Someone was pound, you know, pounding on the back of his vehicle. He got scared. He thought that they were firing at him, and he drove into the crowd, right? Uh, to, to try to flee the scene to save his own life, right? But, uh, oh, two, what was it? Huh, 253 years for you, right? But anyway, the point is, there's all these crimes with victims. People are murdered, uh, attacked, assaulted, right? All the time. And and it's just no no consequences for for these people, right? Uh, They're a victim class, so they get off. They get off. Cockfree Zone says, what solution do the magnetic jaw lock people have uh, for... (laughs) Okay. Let me try that again. What solution to the magnetic jaw lock uh, people have for chronic masturbators? <laughs> LOL. Yeah, you mean like you could lock, maybe lock the arms or something? Um, wouldn't that be better to them for the food or something like that? <laughs> or you can um, you can force the uh, f- force have a basically like a I guess an iron chastity belt or something that's force force forcefully holding it down or I don't know, but uh, yeah. I mean, got to do something about those coomers. I agree, cock-free zone. That's the biggest... Pornography is the biggest issue. It's the biggest uh, probably threat our civilization has ever faced, frankly. If you want to have a root cause of things. Varangian, super uh, super chat in memory of Leo, uh, Leonie. Memory eternal. Thank you, Varangian. Appreciate that. Yeah, remember these, remember these kids' names. We have to remember these kids' names. Yeah, full up. I thought they they didn't mention her last name though, did they? They I don't think they did. We're just getting Leonie. Leonie. Um, it's funny how many of these. Remember the the uh, Muslim who drove the truck in uh, France over a bunch of people, right? It was this 
iconic image of a little, I think it was a girl under one of those uh, Mylar blankets kind of thing. We never even found out the name of this of this girl, right? When uh, when white people are injured or hit or killed or murdered or raped or something like that, we don't we. There's no mem wall of memory, you know, memory wall with their names on it or something like that. We don't even hear it in the media. George Floyd, holy shit, the world knows. The whole entire world knows. That's how much the, the media is putting it out, right? Uh, thank you for ranking. appreciate that. Cuckfree Zone, the reason Cohen doesn't talk about the muzzies is because she is in favor of all violence against the Goyim as, uh, uh, as her shaming of French people's food is indicative of. Could very well be the case. Um... Yeah, they appear all uh, moral or reasonable in their arguments against uh, uh, against our cultures in, in, in the various European nations, right? Oh, you have to do this to let everybody... You have to... All of your civilization must have been designed from day one for every single, um, you know, ethnic person who entered... Would be entering into your country 200 years later. Meanwhile, regarding kids and stuff, here's, here's what's happening in the Western world to kids. Um, or, or how they're dealing with kids, I, sh I, I should say. Child care chain only about children suggests parents should ask for permission before changing nappies. Now, they had a video with this, uh, but unfortunately it doesn't play. I've tried it a couple of times. I think it was a TikTok video someone had. An Australian child, uh, chain, uh, child care chain has suggested parents should ask permission before changing their toddler's nappies to ensure respectful changes. This is what they want us to do. Tippy-toe around. We can't even change our own baby's diapers now before begging for, uh, you know, for, for forgiveness or having a, uh, consent, I, I, I guess, right? The advice was issued, and I've heard this before. We've played in the past. We've played and showed articles. This is just a, it's, just, it's resurfacing again. They're trying it again, basically, right? The advice was issued by Only About Children, which runs more than 75-year learning centers across Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane. Uh, it encourages parents to put themselves in their children's shoes and ask, if you were a baby, how would you like to have your nappy changed? The most significant thing about nappy change is not new nappy, the advice say. It's, it's the good feelings shared between the baby and the parents in the relationship. <laughs> Ideas for having a respectful nappy change include being open-minded and not interrupting your toddler when they're playing holy shit encourage their independence yeah it's like this is going to create uh solid you know strong individuals where just uh, they know what they're doing here they're, they're raising a generation that will be so malleable and and weak frankly that, that, that they now go down to the toddler and and baby level and you have to ask for per permission to to do your, you know, what you're supposed to do as a parent. Anyway, I mean, it's it's kind of dumb, right? Obviously, all of this, but I'm just I'm juxtaposing this against all the other stuff that we've seen. That this is like what, while all these things are happening in in, in the West, this is what what white people. I mean, let's be fair. This is all. This is just white people that that, that this is concerned with, right? That's what that's what we should be care, caring about, or be careful about, or or. Uh, putting time and effort into thinking about, right? That's what I'm looking for, the word. Thinking about this kind of stuff. Uh, Virginian Drifter over on Entropy Stream says, if there were a wall for all the white children murdered by non-whites in the last 10 years, it would be pretty long at this point. Boils my blood as someone who wants uh, wants to be a father someday. Yeah, I, absolutely, I, I agree. It uh, It's very frustrating. 
uh, to see uh, to see all this and the denial of it, right? But uh, yeah, I think uh, maybe it's one of the things we have to do in uh, in the calendar that we uh, we haven't begun working on it yet, but we asked for you know submissions and tips and stuff like that. But obviously, that's a kind of a sad thing to do, uh, frankly, and and you don't want to be reminded maybe all the time of all the that all the deaths occur. Maybe we, yeah, maybe, as I'm thinking about that, maybe we should have a different. Uh, maybe just a, a somewhere like a, a dedicated page on the website or something like you know something where we can share that and and, and add on names to it so people can see because people don't remember even even I forget we who cover it we f we forget you know you don't remember every every single one and it and it's hard it's happening so frequently as you said Virginia Drifter too that it's like it's it's hard to keep track of it but it's our responsibility to do that so I'm not trying to you know. I don't say, oh, we are all too lazy to do it. It's 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 been a time issue, but uh, really, there's no excuse to be to be frank. Maybe someone out there wants to take that upon themselves. If you do, contact us, write us uh, on our email, and let us know you're doing it, and then we can help out and submit names on there, and we can help share that that page or you know whatever. Maybe a I don't know, maybe even a a Twitter that we shut it down, but like a some kind of page, a social media page where you can you can actually see it or something. I'm not sure. Uh, keep thinking about that. Cuck-free zone. Uh, if I were a baby, I'd like my parents to change my nappy in between their daily mortar attacks on the enemy as they destroy the anti-white threat. Sadly, they never asked me. Well, there you go. It was a hot take. Thank you, Cuck-free zone. Appreciate that. Also, I've seen this. Speaking of what white society, white civilization is concerning itself with as of right now as all these crazy and attacks happen. Uh, a slew of articles have been uh, put out recently where you have all these mothers... Uh, complaining and talking about how they regret having children. It's the worst thing I ever did. I'm a shadow of my former self. Uh, I wish I could go back in time. Don't have babies, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? Here's a, a mirror out of the UK. Having a baby ruined my life, and I regret, I, I regret it so much. I wish I could go back in time. Here's uh, the son. Baby hell is the... the uh, it's filed under baby hell. I regret having my baby. He's ruined my life. If I could go back, I would, wouldn't be a mom. I don't think I'll be happy again. These are, again, new ones just from a few days ago. Parents are confessing their regrets about having children on social media. This is a while ago now. Here's why having these feelings and wanting to talk about them shouldn't be taboo. <laughs> then I can searching for more of these. I came across this one. This is a Daily Mail back in this is back in 2013. But check this out: the mother who says having these two children is the biggest biggest regret of her life. Isabella Dutton, 57, says she wished she had remained childless. I resent the time. Yeah, I resented the the time my children consumed like parasites. They took uh, from me and didn't give back. <laughs> My son Stuart was five days old when the realization hit me like a physical blow. Having a child had been the biggest mistake of my life. Even now, 33 years on, I can still picture the scene. Stuart was asleep in his crib. He was due to be fed, but hadn't yet woken. I heard him stir, but as I looked at the, his round face on the brink of wakefulness, I felt no bond, no warm rush of maternal affection. The fuck is wrong with these women? I felt completely detached from this alien being who had encroached upon my settled married life and changed it irrevocably for the worse. You never see articles like this with non-whites. It's always white. White people don't have kids. It's horrible. It's horrific. 
I was 22 when I had Stuart, who was placid and uh, bid daddle baby. I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, so no, my feelings were not sparked by tiredness, nor by postnatal depression, or even a passing spell of baby blues. Quite simply, I had always hated the idea of motherhood. In that instant, any lingering hope that becoming a mum uh, would cure me of an, uh, antipathy was dispelled. I, I remember asking myself, is he really mine? He could quite literally have been anyone's baby. Had a kind of a stranger offered to adopt him at that moment, it would I would not have objected. Look at this crazy, look at this crazy fucking thing. And they're writing articles about this. Like, oh, this stigma needs to be, uh, we need to take away this stigma. Wow. All right. Okay, I'm not going to read read all this, but you get the idea. This is this is what this is what being being put out to to white women, I guess, and white people. Now, here's a the, I intended to play this clip a while back. I came across and I thought this could be a good place to to play it. Now, this is a obviously, as you'll see, this is a uh, <clears throat> this is a non-white woman here. Uh, but I guess take it take all these articles into account and stuff. Hopefully, it doesn't influence someone who then goes on to ruin their life by not having children and then regret it because that would be way worse than than this like the kids grow up like come on like even if you hated it like which is insane but it, like it doesn't last forever like your choice not to have them and being manipulated into that 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 lasts forever that you can't do anything about that but check out this clip here um and my, i guess my point is maybe it's better than that these 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 women do not have maybe they should not have it right but that's that's the end result right the problem is all this media is writing about it to influence all these other white women not to have it. Anyway, here's a non-white woman also talking about this issue uh, of having, uh, of not wanting to have babies. Check it out. I'm going to stir the pot. It's 2021. Please stop asking people stupid ass shit like, when are you going to have kids? No. When are some of y'all going to wake the fuck up and realize there are 8 billion human-like parasites polluting the rock we sit upon and they don't want us here? Better yet, Karen, here comes the seasoning. When are you going to wake the fuck up and realize that child you're expecting grandkids from doesn't have the capacity to care for them? Because you didn't have the self-awareness required to heal from your own toxicity before instilling it in them. And now you're sitting back waiting on them to create a mirror image of their own fucking chaos? Bitch, are you crazy? This is this is a product of of, uh, of cultural Marxism right here, and I mean ultimately anti-white uh, cultural Marxism as well. But uh, oh, you don't you don't want to have kids? Oh well. And for whoever else needs to hear it, just because a woman chooses not to give birth doesn't mean she's not a fucking mother. That business you give birth to is still your damn baby. Them friends you always have to nurture because <laughs> the they can't handle their own shit. She is family. I'm an entrepreneur. Contrary belief, you loving a child is not a good enough reason for you to have been responsible for one. There are motherfuckers that love cars and do not have a license because they forget how to act when they're behind the wheel of one. Baby, be careful. That tea is hot and we so fuck it and them kids. Yeah, I, I won't shed a tear if you don't want to have babies, lady. Go ahead, go ahead and not have babies. Let me put it. Let me put it that way. It's the the, the population bottleneck needs to happen, and we need a we need a new better better individual to come in and uh, better person overall to come in and have the have these kids. Uh, okay, a couple of more things here. We're gonna get gonna get to the most interesting clip here. I think of today is uh, on how to destroy a nation. We'll kind of end with that here. Uh, but two uh, a quick notice about uh, Canada. All these Canadian churches have been burning. Now, I'm not a Christian myself. I'm a pre-Christian uh, of pre-Christian belief and tradition, going back to the Norse uh, culture that we've had that for a few thousands of years uh, before Christianity come in. But I understand what's happening here, and I do not like it, which is this is an attack on Western civilization because it's associated with Christendom, right? So they have been burning 
Catholic churches, I think specifically in Canada, because some of them they claim now has been has been on so-called indigenous land, right? They're trying to pretend now that like Canada wasn't built, they didn't build the nation, and it's it all belongs to the the first nation or whatever they call it, right? So obviously, I think that this is completely manufactured, right? There's another Catholic church that goes up in flame, but this one is not located on indigenous lands, and now it's expanding outside of that. First, people were like, "Well, it's on indigenous land, so you know they, they should be able to burn that up, right?" Uh, this is this is not there. Here's a video from it. Hard uh, having a hard time processing this right now. The historic and beautiful Saint John Baptiste Parish in Morinville burned to the ground last night. There we go. So is there any is there any investigation about I mean I'm sure there is right but uh, how serious is this going to be taken imagine if it was a mosque or a synagogue that was burning and there was multiple of them across holy shit I've barely heard about this you know we have the same suspicion of course to the uh uh Notre Dame in 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 Paris right we don't, we there's speculation that it was probably intentional right Can you imagine the the uh, ramping up of like who's behind this? We have to silence people who are critiquing these religions or whatever it is, right? <clears throat> so anyway, quick mention here regarding this, then, because we're going to see much more when it comes to to, uh, to censorship here soon. I think World Economic Forum makes censorship pledge to tackle harmful content and conduct uh, or conduct, I should say, online. <clears throat> A big tech government coalition to control what people see online. Uh, the World Economic Forum, an international group that works to, quote, shape global, regional, and industrial agendas. Agenda 2031, Fourth Industrial Revolution, has formed a new global coalition for digital safety that's made up of big tech ex executives and government officials and intends to come up with new innovations to police what they call harmful content and conduct online. The scope of the so-called harmful content that will be targeted by this Global Coalition for Digital Safety is far-reaching and encompasses both legal content, such as health misinformation and anti-vaccine content, of course it does, and illegal content, such as child exploitation and abuse and violent extremism. Now, they always used the child exploitation, pedophilia and stuff as a big excuse. Then, So with Facebook, for example, they don't end up going after those kinds of people with that type of content. They give that a pass, and they instead turns on uh, imaginary white supremacy. We know where this is going. Like I was saying, is it not bad enough already? Is that what they're trying to pretend here? We need more. We need to do more. Shut it. Shut any criticism of us down. This is dangerous misinformation, conspiracy think, and all that stuff, right? Big tech companies already censor millions of posts under their far-reaching rules that prohibit harmful content and misinformation. They also publish detailed quarterly reports about this censorship. But according to the World Economic Forum, big tech's current metrics recommendation system and complaint system are deficient, which is why, quote, more deliberate coordination between public and private sector is needed. Public-private partnership. This is what the IMF and the World Economic Forum have been talking about for years. So I'd hand it all over to the private companies, and, and then when they begin to censor, well, it's a private company. They could do whatever they want. Speaking of which, the uh, 
the right wing watch had their YouTube channel shut down over the was that over the weekend? I think it was Sunday they happened or Monday. And holy shit, did they complain? And I think Norman Lear, the guy who made all these boomer TV shows to begin to to cuck America, right? Um, Maud and All in the Family and all this stuff, right? Norman Lear, look him up. Who uh, who's behind um, a a was it a people's a people for the American way or something like that, right? All patriotic sounding. Uh, he's the one who came up with Right Wing Watch, right? And I'm sure he has Susan Wachikichiki on speed dial, and he called her up and he said, "Susan, would you please reinstate?" And then, of course, they reinstated. Of course, they wouldn't. Of course, they wouldn't take those down. It was just an awful, awful mistake, right? But uh, well, as long as it lasted, I was laughing and laughing, and it was great. But uh, nope, no such, no such dice. They're going to be given every advantage every they're going to be given a, a golden highway to to travel on these uh, these institutions that are, that attack true outsiders in this case right anyway so um yeah the world economic forum intends to deliver this more deliberate coordination through its global coalition for digital safety which will work to tackle what it deems uh, to be harmful content through a series of measures the measures include exchanging best practices for new online safety regulations, taking coordinated actions to reduce the risk of online harm. There's always that, like, oh, this could lead to real-world harm. And then it's like, uh, excuse me, white people are being uh, murdered and raped because of all the anti-white rhetoric that's being hyped up in the media. Can we, can, we, uh, can we do something about that, maybe? No, you sharing the wrong opinions online. Straight to jail. Ten years. And they also want to create global definitions of harmful content to enable standardized enforcement, reporting, and measures across regions. The members of this global coalition for digital safety include officials from the governments or government regulators in Australia, the UK, Indonesia, Ukraine, Bangladesh, Singapore, and executives from the tech giants Microsoft and the founder of artificial intelligence, um, or I should say, and the founder of the artificial intelligence powered network moderation and profanity filter platform to hat security. I've never even heard of that. I can look into that. All right. We know what this is going. We know what they want. Shut, shut it down. Klaus Schwab, right at the forefront. Shut it down. Take it off of the air. Make sure they can't make a video criticizing Klaus Schwab, the fourth industrial revolution. Don't make them be able to point out that the vaccine might potentially injure or even kill your kid. Stuff like that, right? Just take it offline. Oh my God, white people are organizing. They don't like to be replaced and murdered and raped. We need to do something about this. That, that's, that's basically it, right? Here's a little clip. I've actually heard this before. Julie Inman Grant, platforms have to erect guard rails. This is, I think, she's out of Australia. Australian e-safety commissioner. Let's listen to this real quick, short clip. It's important to point out that we're not policing the internet for harmful material, that we actually rely on citizens to collect evidence to report to the platform first, and then report to us if serious, uh, seriously harmful content isn't taken down. So we were really set up as a safety net when, when some of this falls through the cracks. We're not seeking to become the content moderators ourselves. Oh, sure. You know, we believe that Bullshit. the platforms build the digital roads. They also need to erect the digital guardrails and the safety guardrails oh, and be, uh, you know, applying the virtual seatbelts. The virtual seatbelts. Oh, God, these people are weak. They're so weak. It's incredible. Global Technology Governance Summit, Japan 2021. This is some new, new shit, I guess they have. Guardrails. This is basically... 
it's basically you can't walk by yourself. You need crutches and we need to supply them for you. We need to invent these guardrails and yellow safety tape lines that you need to walk within. Don't venture out. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't investigate. Don't look into it. Don't read things. Accept, accept our view. That's what it is. Accept our message 100%. If you refuse to do it, we'll shut every single platform and every method down that is still out there that can actually reach people with true underdog information, outside information, dissenting information, and I'd argue correct for the most part. Does people get wrong? Of course, but for the most part, correct information. And especially information that's pointing out what they're doing and what their plans are because everyone can see it. They can deny it all day long. All they're doing by censoring us and, and banning this content is to validate that what we're talking about is right. That's why they fear it. Right? They fear us and that's why they want to cut out our tongues. Right? The only reason. It's the only reason. They can talk about harm and misinformation all day long. If the truth were on that, their side, all they would have to do is provide the truth. Right? Put it in its place and put it dismiss it right and they don't they just deny it very few instances they actually tackle uh, an issue head-on right all right so let's do this here i want to do this video and it's um regarding the uh basically how to destroy a nation it's one of the last things we'll cover here before we wrap up cuck free zone uh two more over on entropy here cuck free zone says if i were a no we did that one thank you cuck free zone freya is the, the new one here uh, I emailed y'all about the magnetism. I had a baby four months ago and was forced to get the COVID swab, and now my face is magnetic. Holy shit. I can, uh, I can email links to research done in Sylvia about the done in Sylvia. I'm not sure what that is. Um, the magnetism is real. Well, I'd, I'd like to look at it. I still don't know what to make of it. Uh, I've seen some of it, and then part of me was like, part of me was like, this got to be a, a gay op or something to... And I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible for it to be real, but I'm just saying it feels like it's one of those uh, deflections in a way. Now, what I do know about the magne magnet thing, though, is the magneto technology. I think I've showed it in one of the uh, shows in the past. Uh, I think we've covered it, haven't we? Magneto, they call it Magneto 2.0, right? And it's actual research that's being done. And one of the methods, one of the reasons why they're using this um, is we, we, we've talked about optogenetics, right? A way you can actually change people's genetic code. You can activate or, or uh, what's the uh, term again? Um, I forget what the term is. The, the term when you genetically, you, uh, you enable, you can like turn on and off basically, right? That's the thing. And so they've been doing that with light, but apparently you can't reap reach very deep into the body when you do that. And so another way that the scientists have come up with is mag magnetic particles. And then they can use electromagnetic um, radiation, right? That's what it's called. To direct this magnetic, mag these magnets, tiny nano scale, I think it is, magnets into certain parts of your body and then allegedly activate and deactivate genetic code. I, I'm not sure if it's a kind of a, like a CRISPR thing or how advanced the gene editing or, or activation is and stuff like that. I'm just trying to find them. I'm, I'm Googling here real quick. I'm doing this on the fly because I'm interested with it. Yeah, expression. Thank you, Virginia Drifter. That's right. Ex exactly. Genetic expression. You express genes, right? Um, 
I'll I'll have to pull it up. I'll have to do it. Maybe we can do it in the Friday show because it's a little bit running late here now. But yeah, Magneto 2.0. It's like ma scientists are finding magnets. Let me see here. See if I can find a headline about it. Um, and I'm not I'm not even sure that that's what it is. If that's an explanation for what you're experiencing, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd I guess I'd like to see. I've seen tons of it on. Uh, I guess primarily BitChute, there's some, I'm like Odyssey and stuff like that too, but yeah, people who claim they have, you know, magnets and stuff, I, and I'm still not sure what to make of it, but if I can find an actual, actual person that like has experienced it, uh, it would feel a little, a little closer to it and more reasonable. Okay, well, I'll, I'll try to, uh, I'll try to get back to you on that, and I'd like to see some photos about that, and also, if you could explain, uh, well, I'll just look for it, because you say, yeah, I can email links uh, to research done in Sylvia, maybe you're talking about a, a, another... Another area or something? I'm not sure. But yeah, email that to, to us. I'd like to see it. I'll take a look at it. I'll take a look at anything um, and, and see what we can. Uh, and, and if there's something, you know, that we can kind of confirm, I guess, on it, we could we would like to cover it, you know. But yeah, thank you, Freya. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. And sorry for being fucking forced to have the vax. That's insane. Uh, she continues in another one. Freya says, uh, I've seen the injection site magnetism on several people now, including my in-laws. Uh, my in-law is a doctor and doesn't want it recorded. Uh, but there's a video of my face being magnetic. Okay, well, I'd like to I'd like to see that. Shoot, shoot off an email to us, red eyes at Uh That's just that's fucking insane. If that's true, that's that's fucking creepy. Um, but I know that they're researching on some of that stuff um, to basically, yeah, express different genes and stuff like that. And apparently, it's like a they're looking at it as a kind of a, a ther ultimately a therapy. But it could also, of course, be used to do horrendous things. Of course, in the, in the body, right? If it's being misused. Okay. Let's listen to this. Three-minute talk. It's a presentation by former Democratic governor Dick Lamb on how to destroy a nation. Dick Lamb, as you can see here, was, I think he was in uh, Wisconsin at the time. And apparently the backstory to this is... Um, let me just read this. How to plan to destroy a nation or America in this case. An eight-step plan. Uh, we know Dick Lamb as the former governor of Colorado. In that context, his thoughts are particularly poignant. Last week, there was an immigration overpopulation conference in Washington, D.C., filled to capacity by many Americans' finest minds and leaders. A brilliant college professor by the name of Victor Hansen Davis talked about his latest books, Mexifornia, explaining how immigration, both legal and illegal, was destroying the entire state of California. He said... It would march across the country until it destroyed all the vestiges of the American dream. Moments later, the former Colorado governor, Dr. Richard D. Lamb, I should say, stood up and gave a stunning speech on just what methods you can use to destroy a nation, or in this case, America. Listen to this. I would like to share with you my plan to destroy America. If you think, and some do, that America is too smug, too rich, too self-satisfied, not diverse enough, too white bread. I have this plan. Toynbee, you know, said that all great nations rise and they all fall. And he said, and the autopsy of history is all great nations commit suicide. So here's my plan, eight parts. Number one, I'd make it a bilingual, bicultural country. History shows us. But no bilingual, bicultural country lives at peace with itself. There's not one, I believe, that doesn't exist with an incredible amount of tension. 
they, that, and, and conflict, if not civil war. My second part of my plan would be to invent something called multiculturalism. This would be two parts. Number one, I would say that all cultures are created equal. It would be, make no difference and make it impossible to talk about such things as culture. And the second one is that I would really try very hard to make people continue their cultural identity. I would replace the melting pot with the salad bowl. My third part of my plan would be to make the fastest growing demographic group in that country the least educated. I would add a second underclass to the first underclass, unassimilated, undereducated, antagonistic, and then I'd have 50% of them drop out of school, not graduate from high school. The fourth part of my plan would be to get the big foundations to fund, and big business, to fund these efforts with lots of money. I would invest in ethnic identity and uh, victimology. I would get them to think about their lack of success was only the fault of the majority. I would start a grievance industry. The fifth part of my plan is I would develop dual citizenship. I would promise people actually divided loyalties, allow them to allow both for, to vote for both Vincente Fox and George Bush. The and sixth Naftali part of this is important. I would place all of these subjects off limits. I would make it taboo to talk about, actually, or criticize this whole thing. I would make it uh, come up with a word like heretic used to be 200 years ago. Let's say we call it racist. And I would try to accuse anybody of this that would object to my ideas. My seventh part, then, I would make it impossible to enforce our immigration laws. I would develop a mantra. Let's call it this. that. Uh, because immigration has been good in the past for America, it will continue to be uh, good in the future. My eighth and last part, and it's important, is I would censor this book. This man <laughs> is dangerous. He's on to my plan. Don't read this book. <laughs> and he's pointing to our friend Victor Davis Hanson in his book, Mexifornia. All right, there we go. So that's the speech back in 2003, I think. And, of course, people could already see the writing on the wall uh, back then, right? Uh, Hard Cellar Act, uh, so forth, the melting pot uh, stuff that they've been pushing. And it was always, you know, multicultural, and that's our greatest strength. And now it's we're all going to die together. We're going to diversify and inclusify and uh, equi equitify. That's a word. We're all going to die together. <laughs> uh, all right. So there you go. So this was uh, Richard Lamb, for those of you who uh, who wanted to find that out too, uh, who did that, and he stood up and uh, made that presentation. Interesting, because that's what they're doing. And that's also part, going back to the World Economic Forum, that we talked about that too, that is also why they are censoring so hard, dismissing and putting down and denying and all that stuff, right? Because they need you um, to... Um, not finding out information that exposes the tactics, the plan, who's doing it, why they're doing it, and all that stuff, because you'll have a great awakening on your hands. I still, I still think we do. Largely speaking, we don't need uh, we don't need the majority. We don't need a majority, but you need a certain amount of people still to be able to pull something off, right? Uh, and that's what they're trying to prevent prevent right now. I think you have to get used to the idea of living in conditions and under or in a certain way which 
is not what we were accustomed to in the past, right? Meaning the territory of any country that we're talking about in, in the Western world uh, will probably change, will probably alter. You will probably have to stake out a piece for yourself and claim your own right to uh, live under the conditions that you and that your community, your group, your people want to, whether that's you, because you're never going to get everyone on the same page, even if they're ethnically part of your family or whatever, they will think differently politically, they want to have different goals and stuff like that. You have to have good people separating from this system, largely. You can do that one foot at a time. And and yes, we have to build. We have to build mostly our own. We built our four forebears built this civilization. Ironically, they utilized and used also the success uh, that we offered. The globalist class did. Uh, they used the, the white man to build all this. This colonial heritage. Everything is colonialism. All, all the all the successes, all the methods, the technology, the things that they're utilizing now to basically try to imprison us are things that they would never have if it wasn't for for the Western man, largely. Not 100%, but like 95%, right? And then as they exclude us, they stomp us in the face on, on their way out as they're pushing us off the cliff, right? And now they're beginning to do the same to white women, and then it will be another group and another one, etc. And the corridor closes in, and then they'll use all this Kind of like the Borg does, right? They, you know, they assimilate, they take over a new group in a new area, and they use everything they can, their their knowledge, their their expertise, and they just convert them into their own mechanism of further conquest. And then they and then they leave nothing but a but ruin in its wake, right? All right. I think that's it. Let me do this thing as a last thing um, for those of you guys who are joining us in the Red Eyes members section. Thank you again for, to you guys. Uh, appreciate it. I gave you guys a little update. We uh, Friday we announced a little fundraiser, a little drive that we're doing. We need some new gear in the studio because some of it is glitchy and getting old and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, if you want to contribute, if you like the show, if you like what we do, you can help out uh, for this fundraiser. We, we're seeking to raise funds for two, ca two new cameras a teleprompter, uh, which is included an iPad in that, and a pair of in-ear monitors, and we need to raise about uh, $4,500. It's only about 4000 if you take it all together. Actually, I'm going to need a new, um, like a, ne like a network, network attached storage as well. Running out of space, we're going to do some backups on things and stuff like that too. Uh, but it's only about 4000 but uh, due to the fact that both Subscribestar and Tribune and most other things that we use take a, a fee, take a, somewhat of a high cut, I'd rather give it to them, though, than than others, uh, frankly, because they're both good companies. Uh, but that's why we're setting it at $4,500. And last update I gave on that, by the way, uh, was Sunday. And it, so it might have been more now, so I could maybe I'm not completely up to speed. I was going to check that after the show, actually, and see if there's any other additional contrib uh, contributors uh, that have uh, sent some, uh, some money our way to help fund uh, the cameras that we're raising money for and the teleprompter. We had almost one-third of the amount uh, Sunday. About 31.6%. I show that in the Weekend Warrior show. It, it might be more now or not, but if you want to contribute, uh, please help out. Uh, uh, of course, one way you can always do it is to get out over on RedEyesMembers.com and sign up just for a membership. If you're not a member, that always helps out as well, of course, and that way you get something in return. You get the Weekend Warrior show. You get exclusive videos. You get second hour of many of the interviews that we've done and stuff like that, too. Uh, so that's a very good uh, method uh, or way, I should say, of, of helping out. 
Um, let me see if I can get that. Can I get that lower third off screen? No, I can't. Um, so yeah, so two Autica NDI cameras, which is great because you can just run a network uh, cable, which is really cool. You don't even have to have the HDMI cables and stuff like we do right now. Um, so those are about 1500 bucks each. So it's about 3000 Then we need a teleprompter. And that's primarily for the Weekend Warrior show. We do kind of prepared segments. It's much more, you know, kind of concise and to the point, And it prevents us from blabbering too much, like we do in the Flashback Friday show. I mean, that's that's... We're just having a good time. We're, we're covering all the nonsense and, and crazy shit. And we're, you know, sometimes we, we, we talk over each other and we it's just kind of a mess. Uh, but that's fine. It's just more to have fun, you know, kind of thing. It's, some of it is important coverage, obviously, but it's like it's it's a way to just kind of decompress a bit and just kind of have fun about some some of the craziness. Uh, but we can worry. It's much more structured, much more produced, much more kind of well put together. So if you like to have that, definitely check out the member section uh, because that's for that. So anyway, entropystream.live slash TV. That's a great way of contributing. Just put in the notes when you do that you want it to go to the fundraiser. Um, and you, also, if you are on Subscribestar or if you want to get in there as a way to support, there's something called Tipstar over there, uh, which also is another way. Again, put that in the note or send us a DM, DM and send, say that it's uh, for the fundraiser. And we'll uh, put that together there. So what I'll do is this coming Friday, I will uh, tally everything up again. I already have a list of, of those of you who contributed. I'll, I'll mention your name, not your full name, but just, you know, so you know, uh, so you know that we've received it and, and a way of saying thank you as well. So we'll mention you in the Friday show and we'll do a tally then. Uh, that way, you know where we are on the fundraiser and stuff like that. So, yeah, so specifically Lana's camera was glitching out on the HDMI output feed for some reason. It already happened to... So we had four cameras in the old studio. It's happened to one of them already. It's basically dead. We can't use the HDMI output on it anymore. And it's starting to happen on the second camera that we have. So we have one more backup if that one glitches out completely, but then we don't have any. So that's why we're trying to kind of work ahead of the curve of things breaking down. We bought, I bought them back in, I think, early like 2016 or something like that. So it's it's getting up there in in the in the uh, in the age, if you will, like half a, half a decade already. It's crazy, uh, but yeah. So anyway, that's a, a good way of helping out as well. Uh, if you want to contribute, we do appreciate uh, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, whatever you can do. Otherwise, of course, if there's no way for you to contribute monetarily uh, or getting on the member section, uh, spread the show. That's always a great way of helping out as well. Put it out on social media. Share the videos. Share the shows. You can do clips, uh, if you so please, and share those around and stuff like that. Spread the word about the show uh, so we get out to more people. That's a good way of kind of circumventing some of the um, cir circumventing some of the censorship as well. Uh, I do see a couple of uh, ones came in on Entropy. Thank you guys so much. T-Bear Fundraising, my dude. Thank you so much for all the work you do. Thank you. I'll tally all this up later on and give you guys an update on Friday in the Friday show, Flashback Friday, where we are. Uh, Varangian as well. Upgrade money right here. Thank you, sir. Michael sends another for the fundraiser. Thank you, Michael. And uh, maybe that's what it is from Sonata for Violin. I think I'll include It's just a dot in the message, but I think I'll include that as well in the fundraiser. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And again, thank you to everyone sending um, uh, library tokens over on, on Odyssey. We do appreciate that very much. Uh, and also everyone over on Trovo. We do appreciate that. Thank you, guys and gals. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, let me see if there's any big ones here that came in. Uh, we have uh, from <coughs> Fagulator, <laughs> a dancing chicken, Scandivan, uh, to Roses. Uh, thank you for that. And, and all the smaller, you know, if you will, smaller um, um, spells. Cast it on Trovo. Thank you to you guys as well. Do appreciate it very, very much. Uh, top, let me see it. Top, top online right now on Trovo. Brad C comes in at number one. Virginian Drifter, number two. And Fancy Pants, number three. Thank you guys. And then we have, what do we have here? Brad C is the top weekly ranking. Virginian Drifter, number two. So you guys are on top on, on both of those, both top online and, and top weekly. 
And then uh, top weekly number three, we have Ronald White Wolf as well. So thank you to you guys. Do appreciate that very much. Okay, I think that's it. Always good seeing you. Take care. Remember, our ancestors are always watching. Make them proud. But you also have to be smart and do the right thing, right? All right, boys and girls, we'll see you guys soon. More videos coming up, of course. Uh, but otherwise, if we have nothing up by tomorrow, actually, I'm working on Lana's second one. I hope you enjoy the previous one we did. That one is being worked on right now. Hopefully, hopefully we have that out, but uh, chances are not because it always takes a bit longer uh, than we want to with those shorter uh, scripted videos. Uh, but if nothing else, uh, we'll be back and we'll see you guys on Friday with Flashback Friday. We're starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time. See you guys then. Thank you again so much, everybody. Thank you for everyone helping for the fundraiser. We do appreciate it very, very much. Much love. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like Red Ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.